gamers, and welcome to episode 333 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for June 19th, 2021. I'm one of your co-hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Happy Juneteenth! Yeah. It's official. It's an official government holiday. I just heard about this, like, two years ago, maybe, or maybe just a year ago, because schools... Don't want to teach this shit. Of course not. <laughs> they say slavery happened and this kind of just gloss over it and like, hey, that was a long time ago. You got free. Civil, uh, the Civil War happened. Yeah. Civil wars happened. Civil rights have happened. It's all good now. Yes. It's like everything was fine somewhat. The civil rights happened. Now everything's really fine. And that's it. just <laughs> <laughs> It's so sad. It's true. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Juneteenth, holiday to celebrate, uh, celebrates the freedom of uh, blacks. But that, I think it starts really in Texas. They were like the first state to really officially do it. Mm-hmm. And then I guess we're just going to use that as something that we can all celebrate. Because that was the idea, right? Is like it was the celebration of like the last slaves that were freed. And that was like in the Texas area. And that's why it became a yeah. thing there. And so it's always like, hey, this is official. This is the day um, it happened. And, yep. So I'm still learning about it. I still don't know true history. Mm-hmm. I honestly, because when people told me I'd make it a holiday, I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I said, oh, they ain't going to make it a holiday. And they did. And happy, but also I'm like, man, this is things. You're trying to give us something that's. It's not really tangible, though. They're like, hey, 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 remember that holiday we gave you? Settle down. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just, just like, hey, we gave you a holiday. Trying to quell the masses. And don't talk about reparations. You don't need to talk about reparations. Wasn't we gave you a holiday. holiday we gave you Dominic? A now holiday. you got like two whole holidays. You got Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and you got this. Exactly. It's that's, like, look, yeah. man, you don't need reparations. That's, not good. <laughs> that's but a real Y'all don't need no nothing to like no policies no official policies to really help you out here yeah uh, that's the thing uh, i'm like i mean look i'm not saying don't do it but do it in addition to some things yeah we did a lot of fight i know that like i'm tired of this symbolic stuff i need something tangible here yeah. i need something to really make a difference for us because I, it doesn't if you help us, man, you help the country. That's the, that's the thing. It's like, I don't see... It's not going to hurt the country, man. No. Rising tides raise all ships. And Well, they, well, the thing is, Daniel, they use that as in the policies they do now. They mm. saying that, hey, you know... Right. I get gotcha. you. Like, like, if we cancel student loan debt, it helps everybody, raise everybody up. But... It kind of don't because it really helps the people who, who if they're already above you, they'll just still be above you. Right. Doesn't bring them to equal footing. It just yeah, no. higher and <laughs> higher. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I Listen, I will still want that to go, but don't think it's going to make me an equal footing still with others. Yeah. Like, that would help me personally out. So like, that's like a personal. That would help me personally out but most black people didn't go to college so it's like hmm okay big big deal i didn't have that debt and so it's like 
that's nice for people who did, but doesn't really help everybody. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's get off of that. Um, but also, I want to wish people, because this is Father's Day Eve, so happy Father's Day to all the fathers, yeah. including you, Daniel. Thank you. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, give love to the fathers. You got anything planned tomorrow? They plan anything for you? No. I'm probably going to cut the grass. No family dinner? And possibly uh, mow the lawn. Doing fatherly things. Or mow the lawn and change my oil. So fatherly things, Dominic. Oh, my goodness. You get the wife to do it. Or, or your daughter <laughs> can change the oil. I mean, well, she is tiny. She could get under that car a lot easier. <laughs> should probably look into that. I don't know what the effects on oil on a below two year old is though, so I should probably probably look into that though. I believe we're taking my dad bowling tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah. The only session is like in the morning though. I mm. never done an early morning bowling since middle school when I did that bowling camp or you something. Get some like eggs and then go bowl. Some some eggs. Some nice breakfast foods. Oh, okay. A nice family. Yeah. I haven't bowled in a while. Breakfast at the IHOP. So it's going to be muscles that <laughs> haven't been used, and that's going to feel weird. What you're saying is you're going to be feeling it on Monday. Yeah. I don't know how many games I'll be. I wonder how many games that we can do yeah. until I'm just like, I'm just going to be rolling that ball between my legs <laughs> and seeing what happens. Just ask for the bumpers, Dominic. There's, there's no lost respect in that. Uh, yes, there is. I I I cannot be hypocrite because I shame people. I said shame when I say people bumpers. I said shame on you. You're an yeah. adult. You take those bumpers off. <laughs> <laughs> you throw in the gutter like me. Be a man or a woman. woman. All right. So since uh, this also this is a special podcast because this is at the E3. After all the events, so we're gonna cut some sections out. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about sports. I'm not gonna talk about what we've been watching this week. I will talk about some games we played though, and no flashback segment. So we're gonna go right into what we've been playing. So you can go first since I played definitely a whole lot yeah, more stuff and stuff that's pretty relevant to our later discussions. Um, basically, I finished Kaze. Uh, I finally beat the game. I was at the end boss last weekend and then on Thursday night I was finally able to beat it because it's one of those things where it's it's got many stages to it. You do end up only having those four masks that we've talked about in the past, the tiger, the dragon, the shark. And the chicken or whatever bird that's supposed they're leaving to be. it all for part two, Daniel. So when they're gonna get a lot more mass, yeah. And I think they did an all right job with that. I mean, there's enough variety to each of those masks. I mean, they obviously all have their own kind of characteristics. The bird, you can fly. The shark, you can swim a little better. The dragon just makes it like a infinite runner thing, basically, which is kind of cool. And then the tiger has like a. Uh, not a teleport, but like a dash forward in the air kind of thing. So it, it changes up the mechanics enough that it, it keeps things interesting. Um, but that final boss, it's like face the boss, do a thing with the bird, face the boss, do a thing with the shark, face the boss, do a thing with the lizard, do a, you know, face the boss. And there were just a lot of stages to it and it doesn't have any sort of checkpointing to it, which always frustrates me a little bit especially when it feels like the sections are relatively long 
And as you do them more and more, they don't feel as long because you kind of get the pattern down and you get better at it. And that's what they're going for, obviously, is to you just kind of get used to it and get better at it. But sometimes I just want to get to the end of the game. And <laughs> this was this was one where I was starting to get to that point where I'm like, I'm, I just need to beat this game. This is pissing me off. Um, but then of course at the end it's like, Hey, you didn't collect all these gems. So you didn't get the real ending. I don't know if I'm going to go back and, you know, collect all the gems or whatever. I, I'm, I don't know that I'm ready to do all that. I like the game, but I don't know that I like the game that much. It, it feels all right, but it definitely doesn't feel great in my opinion. And it's like, I was telling you as far as like, just playing as the rabbit itself or the bunny or whatever it is. He's a little slow. Like it feels like there should be kind of a run button to it. More like a a kind of Mario type thing. Um, But yeah, overall I think the game is good. It's an enjoyable game. If you, if you like platformers, if that's what you're into, then I, I would definitely recommend checking this game out. Um, It's not particularly expensive, so it's definitely worth the time. I thought it was cool. So, that's All what right. I've been playing this yeah. week, Dominic. Uh, hopefully, I can finish that sometime because mm-hmm. I did enjoy playing it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you you actually went through it and played it. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. All right. So I've been playing some games that is on part of the Idea Xbox Summer Event that they had um, last year. I don't, did they have it a year before too? I want to say last year was the first one. It's okay. the first one that feels memorable, at least. Like, had some serious yeah. stuff to look at. Because I don't remember it happening years. Well, if it did, I didn't download games that. I didn't hear about it. Mm-hmm. But, yes. So, and these are some games that were... Some of these games were shown off during E3. and Or past E3s. You see them probably a um, few times. <laughs> and, uh, including um, Tunic. Yeah. Which is the Zelda Fox game. Uh, very, uh, well, has it definitely has Zelda elements. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't do any puzzles while I played this demo, and I didn't finish the demo. I had stopped uh, because I had to do some things. But what I played, it's pretty tough. Like it wasn't. Uh, it's a lot harder than I thought it would be. It's one is. I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's like super hard or anything, but it was. It was a little challenging. It was a little challenging. Uh, and like you, some of these. Enemies, like, is the enemy when you get into, like, the underground, look like sewer area or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, and, like, these blobs, they, they can be very relentless. And I think they follow you to other areas. Uh, I don't Ooh. think you can just be like, oh, I go here and they don't follow you anymore. I think that you got to, so you got to kill them. So, you, mm-hmm. yeah, you should kill them because you get to a point where you get to other enemies and there's going to be a whole bunch of enemies after you then. So, you want to, you don't want to be, you know, caught. Yeah, get cornered and have fifty million pieces behind you, people behind you. Exactly. So you kind of want to uh, fight the enemies, and it does have a Dark Souls feel to it, as in that, what? like when you die, when you die, you you lose your items, but your items are there to pick up. Okay. So you'll you'll respawn at some point, and like a point you go to, there's just spawn points. Um. That you see, and you'll come up there. They can go back to where you got killed and get all your items. I haven't used those. I don't know if they're currency. Well, but the things you like a little yellow orby or crystal mm-hmm. that be around. 
I haven't spent them because I haven't played long enough to get somewhere where I can spend them or anything. So I don't know what they're for. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, the only part I got to was to the sewer part. I fought some enemies. And I think I died. But yeah, you you start off like you have nothing, and also it's it speaks in a language you don't understand. I don't know if it's it's a point in the game when you'll have to get something that you can start. See the, seeing it in English, like mm-hmm. the text. Yeah, I was wondering. The text that. is in this foreign language, you know, and maybe that's like may, I don't know. That's going to be something for the whole game, but it it really makes it so that you're doing a lot of exploring. Like you don't know what it says, what it means, but it it really it doesn't hurt it for me. It like just makes it like oh, so I just really have to yeah explore and just figure out at the same time it would dissuade me from like looking at signs and stuff if i know it's just going to be gibberish that i'm not going to read that's true yeah exactly if it gets translated at a certain point i think they kind of did that with zelda with like the owl statues you had to get the beak before it actually like said things in english yeah that's what i'm hoping it does because i was like ah then it's just i mean unless somebody figures it out you know yeah. somebody on the internet figures it out or oh maybe God, if you yeah. have time <laughs> figure out what this means and somebody probably already did they're probably like okay i, I know what these letters <laughs> and symbols mean yeah on the alphabet but yeah you're like you start off with a stick then you get to a point where you get the sword and that's when you can just slice anything like you can slice the grass and the trees and even some blocks some blocks you can oh, just stay cool. and swipe away yeah, and the game, I mean, it, it seemed all right. It seemed like, okay, I see a game I think you'll like, uh, you'll like so far. Mm-hmm. But I only played very little of it, so I'll be talking about it more probably in the coming weeks or uh, next podcast, gotcha. possibly. But yeah, the the game seems pretty okay. Uh, did, did they have a definite release date now? I don't think this? so. I That's what I was just thinking. Um, let's see. I think oh, it was okay. TBA on Steam last time I checked. Oh, and been, yeah, yeah, it still is. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But it seems like it should be a lot closer than being here than away, yeah. you know, because it's been announced um, a few years ago now. But yeah, it's cool to just get our hands on it now. Absolutely. All right. So I also play another game that was part of the idea Xbox. I played Rising Hell, and this seemed like a roguelike game where you're a prisoner in hell. Uh, it's a pixelated game, side scrolling, 2D, and you're kind of going vertical, like out of this prison, going up hell and um, fighting enemies and stuff. It seemed like it's all right. I played very little of this, too. I think a lot of these games, I played very little of. I think it's only one demo I played out of the four I played that I actually finished. Mm-hmm. Um, this wasn't one of them. But, yeah. So, but it, it, I can't really judge it yet. I'll have to play some more of it to see. But it's, it seems like a roguelike game. Um the controls felt all right. Like it feels very act. It's very action um, packed. Um, Gives me kind of a Dead Cells vibe, like that pixel it art, does. but still extremely detailed in its artwork, kind of thing. Yeah, it definitely gives me Dead Cells vibe, and it got and it gives me with the whole um, plot kind of like Hades, you know, because mm-hmm. you're gonna leave in hell or something. But yeah, it's. It's pretty good, but I don't think this is hell like gods. I think it's maybe I don't know if it's biblical, but it's definitely not Greek gods. It's, it's a hell, hell of our own thing. making, Dominic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now this game is the one I finished. I played all throughout, 
Trigger Rich, which uh-huh. I saw the trailer. I didn't see this at E3, but I saw this trailer. It looks like a Zelda Link Before Tom or, or Link of the Past. Okay. The one that came on Super Nintendo. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, Link to the Past, yeah. Link to the Past, okay. I. It looks like that. Like the graphics and everything. It's like, oh, this looks really nice. And then you see all these creatures and stuff, and you see the witch, and then she brings out a gun, a machine gun, and starts shooting them. And that's like, oh, <laughs> God. Oh, this is crazy. And like, so yes, this is, um, it's like almost, I guess, action RPG, like Zelda, but you have a gun. Now, I don't know if there's puzzles or anything, because all, all you did was go through the tutorial area of this game. Like, you are a witch who, I guess you just graduated from witch school or whatever. And in this world, I guess guns are the, the weapons of oh. these witches. And, like, you have to go through this tournament thing. Like, I guess it's ceremony, which is, um, like if you pass it, you'll be a full trigger witch or whatever it's called. I don't know if it's called trigger witch or that's just, I don't know. But, like, I went through that and... You have, they, they tell you the controls. The controls are just like a, a twin st- stick shooter kind okay. of controls of shooting enemies and things of that nature. And you also can like dodge and do things like that. The story is pretty funny. And like the, uh, the it's all uh, text based, just like Zelda. <laughs> and yeah, that it's pretty funny. And, it, and it's, I mean, it's all right. I mean, I think I'll play it mainly just to see where the story goes. And, yeah, like, how it seems wild. Crazy this is this is but i mean it feels good like playing it i mean it's like a twin stick shooter you mm-hmm. know so i'm not a big twin stick shooter guy so i don't know how to compare it to others really um but i mean it felt good to me but yeah i i, I did like it like i did enjoy it i might definitely want to keep an eye on this to see what um people think of it and when it comes out i don't know when it comes out yeah, it just looks so absurd because it is this like cutesy little art style, and then she just pulls out this gun and mows these creatures down. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh damn. Uh, but yeah, it's it's cool. Also, I played last but not least Sable because this is the one everybody's always talking about. This is mm-hmm. what I seen at E three. I seen it for a while, and it seems like a expo adventure game. Exploration exploration adventure game like zelda but i didn't do anything any type of like action or nothing like like any combat or stuff like that i guess it's like a rite of passage for me to get my glider so then i can go explore and i got my glider so i can just glide everywhere in it it's like a a fully 3d world the art style of it is um pretty cool as uh i don't know how to really describe it and now i'm wondering if it doesn't suppose to run like it seems like it's running like 30 or less frame per second it's got that weird like uh spider verse thing going on where the world runs at a different frame rate than the character itself like she yeah, runs at now, a lower frame rate than the the thing yeah it it has it like that and i don't know if that's what it is for even the more powerful consoles or this one just doesn't run that well because it's on xbox i have no idea Mm. i mean i don't i don't dislike it but i just wonder that this is purposely done you know this is what they intended to be like this is it just Uh, does it feel slow 
Like, does it feel like you're actually getting real slow down, or does it just seem like it's no, kind of no, artistic? No, no, no. It doesn't feel like I'm getting. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. It didn't play so well. It didn't feel like it was slow down. I think it felt like everything was consistent. Oh, okay. But it just that I was wondering, like, is this supposed to be smoother than this? Like, is this smoother than this on the <laughs> PC or something? I I don't know. Yeah. Oh, but I will say this tunic now tunic on my base Xbox. It was not oh no like sixty frames per second oh like it was it was a little slow. Now I watched somebody play it uh-huh. on a video on YouTube just to make sure like is this supposed to run like this? They ran very smooth. I was mm. I guess I think they were on the Series X and I was like oh why like why can't this game? I was like darn this game takes that much power that I I can't play it's it Link's smoothly. Awakening all over again, Dominic. I can't on handle base it. Xbox. I said, come on, man. But you least you know it's there. You can get on PC, Daniel. So. Yeah. But that, that's uh, the thing that sucks is, like, the demo is not on the PC, or at least that I could find. Because I downloaded, like, Sable oh, and a couple other yeah, games for the oh, PC. Okay. But, yeah. yeah, I didn't see that one on there. That's disappointing. Yeah, so Sable, see, I, I don't know. I haven't watched a, somebody do a demo video. I just seen the videos, and mm-hmm. I don't remember, like... I mean, they kind of did one like that. So, yeah, yeah I think but, it, but back, it's probably the artistic intent for that one. Okay, but yeah, it's more like an adventure, and I didn't. I stopped it, and then guess I'm to start all over again because I was hoping it was a save because I had to do something, and so I'm gonna play it over again. But I don't, I don't mind. But it was. It's just very. I know. I'm trying to think of other games like. To me, it reminds me Journey-ish or uh, okay. the Colossus is like very quiet. I'm not Colossus. Well, well, just like how it starts. Yeah, I know like what you mean. Yeah, like kind yeah, of a, a, a blank world, even though there's some stuff going on. But for the most part, it's just like quiet and serene. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're really going for the exploration of it. It's not... Like a ton of action. Like this ain't gonna be a game for probably for everybody. I'm not even sure it's a game for me. Like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll but I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a shot because this is what a lot of people are talking about. Sable. So I was like, yeah, let me try this out. And plus, this is a demo. Hey, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll. I think you probably be better judge of it. Um, trying this out. But yeah, those are the games I really tried out. I didn't really play enough of the games for the PC that I saw that were demos. The demos that came out up there. Um, I know one of them was the Black Bone game. Uh, what's it called? Black Bone Prologue, which Backbone, Backbone Prologue, which is uh, you were telling me it was like, like a point and click game. One, right? the, the Animal Detectives, oh, okay, yeah, the yeah, Animal yeah. Detective, like you're a raccoon, uh, and. I downloaded some other ones too, but I'll mention them next week when I get my hands on them. Because I didn't really play a lot of those. But those are like the games I played that were really new, like these demos. Mm -hmm. But the other games I played, you know, I played some more Assassin's Creed. Uh, I still, I think I'm still going through the plot of building alliances. Like each, each alliance you build is like its own story. And it's pretty fulfilled story, so... Like, I'm on one now where I'm trying to... Well, I just completed one. I just completed one where I helped this um, young king um, 
take his well help him become king uh to this land that um I don't think it was rightfully his. But I don't think anybody's last rightfully theirs really. <laughs> like some people say, hey, I'm a, a noble, I deserve it or something. I was like, oh fuck you, I don't care. Um But he he believes in like equality of Danes and Anglo Saxons. And that's what he did. He married a a Dane, because he's an Anglo Saxon. Mm. Uh, Danes, as I say, are the Norsemen. And so to build a like a bond between the two or something like that. So I was like, oh, that's good. And thing is he's not much of a fighter or anything but he he believes though like he tries and like it looked like he died i thought he died uh, because he was fighting the guy the this dane who wanted to take over and there and he had no chance with him but he got near the edge and they both fell off and mm-hmm. hey they both they both survived and then i came and helped him we came and marched and saved him and yeah that was it was good it was it was a good story. Uh, what else I played? I beat Dragon Age, like beat everything from Dragon Age Origins one. So I'm gonna stop playing that now. Uh, I finished that off. So yeah, good game still. And I played some Knockout City, which I did. I believe I put in a recording of the last podcast because I forgot to mention it. I played that game. Um, Knockout City is the dodgeball multiplayer game that's that EA did, mm-hmm. and it's fun. It's a fun game. Um, I'm still learning the moves. They'll you can turn yourself into a ball and you can grab them right. and throw them like what some people did like with themselves they they turn the ball and like get near me so I can grab them <laughs> and I say oh, okay I can just throw them somewhere or these combos where I can oh yeah if you hold them if you hold the trigger you can do like a super where they can move somewhere on the level and like blast down and hurt people so they hurt the other team so I've been doing that with them and i it, i have to learn to do that myself well i think i learned how to turn to a ball just get near somebody to throw me but yeah i, I seem like i got the timing all right with catching the dodgeballs now hmm. if i see them I mean, sometimes if they if they throw it fast and i'm not <laughs> in position yeah. it's gonna get hit but yeah it's it's fun it's fun you get these special balls like each level when you start They'll do a random special ball. I think there was one multi-ball where you could throw multiple balls at them. Um, there's one that is a, a football, which is... I forgot what that one does. I think it does it just follows them. I forgot. It does one like the... Of course, the the mine. Like it's a um, time-bombed. Mm-hmm. Like you throw it and it's a timer. So you got to hurry up and throw it too because it'll blow up on you. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's the game is fun and it's quick up, it's quick to play. So I could definitely see the more of appeal than what a Rocket Arena was. Mm. But I still feel like, man, I could imagine myself paying for this. Right. Like it still seems like a free to play game. Which at least I so, think they're doing that now is like it's free on everything up until like a certain level or something you get to. Oh, okay. So you can play up to like oh. level twenty five or something like that. Okay. I mean, I'll say this. Fifteen bucks. Like I don't think it's more than fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean twenty is stretching it for me. I feel like if I pay twenty, I should get like a costume or something. But um <laughs> Right. <laughs> but but I don't know. Twenty maybe twenty dollars ain't bad either. I, I don't know. But I just I think I definitely don't think it should be thirty or more. I definitely doesn't think it, I mean, at least I wouldn't pay that. I wouldn't pay that much. 
But I like the game. I really enjoy it. Uh, what else have I played? I played, okay, because I went to uh, meet my friend down North Carolina. And so we played some games at his house. We played some Unruly Heroes, which is a four-player cooperative side-scrolling game, just like Rayman Origins, um, those Rayman games, the mm-hmm. two of them that came out. And, but it it seems really challenging. Though Rayman Origins can get really challenging. Now, he's really into Rayman Origins. He really likes that game, so... He will have a better take on how challenging Unruly Heroes compared to that. But that I believe he beat Rayman Origins. So I maybe he'll think this is really challenging. Because he was like, hey, I need y'all to help me with this. So we, um, me and my other friend, we played because we both went down there. So it was three of us, including his um, soon-to-be um, stepdaughter, uh, who she played. So it was four of us playing it. And... It it does get really challenging, man. That game, like uh, to the point, like you got your timing of things, and then the bosses. It'd be so many levels to this this one boss we played. Like I think, like okay, like we we beat it, but then it's like oh another level comes. So I say, okay, I was one of those bosses. Like he they it changes, the stage changes, and then we get that, and then oh then when you die, now unfortunately they did have a checkpoint between the stages. Like, well, sometimes, sometimes they don't, sometimes they do, but it'd be, a, I was like, oh, good, it's a checkpoint on this one. So we don't have to keep, you know, doing the other part again. But this one, but I don't know, they do, I, think, I feel like they went overboard. I was like, come on, just end the damn level. I was like, this, come on, like, it shouldn't be this many stages, man. It's just like too hard <laughs> because it was always, it felt like it was always um, trial by fire, basically. Like we, we, we always have to die to know, like, okay. We got we got to know the combination, like mm-hmm. how this, the combination of these attacks, so we know what to avoid, you know, at this time. And that's what we did. We had to do everything by memory, like basically, like we'll die. So okay, we know that it's going to attack come from this side now, or this um whatever spikes or something was going to come up from the ground from right here. So we had to move over here. So yeah, eventually we beat it, but it was it was fun just playing together and try to figure that out. But I'm really here. Well, at the production value, like. I'm thinking this is like just a little indie game, <laughs> but I mean, it it's good. I mean, as far as production value, like it looks like Rayman. Yeah, I was surprised when you were telling me about it and looked it up. I was like, wow, yeah, that's impressive. I, I might have to look it up to see who people who did it. I wonder if they have worked on that game. Somebody has worked on that game or something. But the guys who worked on it, I mean, like, this is a pretty cool game. I just like, Darren, I just didn't really hear about it. Mm-hmm. But Xbox, I think it's one of those... Was it the Xbox Game Pass or was it like free on Xbox games? I'm not sure. Game, games for gold. I it's one of those. What else you play? You play the original Xbox game? Yeah, it's on Game Fusion. Pass. Oh, okay, Game Pass. All right, Fusion Frenzy is like one of those original Xbox games. One of those. Yeah. I don't know when it came out. I don't know. Did it was that a launch game? I don't. I'm not sure. But it was. <sighs> if it wasn't, it feels like it was somewhere around there because I remember yeah. that being joked about as like Bill Gates's favorite game or something like that. <laughs> it's a Mario Party game. Basically, uh, you know, it's you get four people and you do all these crazy zany things. Um, and that's where we were playing. Man, I was winning, me and my friend, uh, we were winning like almost all the challenges. Mm-hmm. But then my other friend, who was basically like always getting third place because the younger girl, she, she didn't really know how to play, but he came back at the end just by winning. Two stages because of, I think, the bets. Because sometimes you bet points. Yep, that and sounds like some Mario Party bullshit right there, Dominic. 
Yeah, I'm like, this is bull. I was, <laughs> I was like, I got second place. I was like, that's bull that you win and it's over. And then <laughs> I just hate him because he wouldn't bet anything. I was like, nah, man, you got to bet something. He said, yeah, bet the three. He said, you bet the three. I said, that's the three you automatically have to bet. <laughs> oh, man. But... Yeah, it's, it's it's like that. It's that. It's so see, I never played Murray Party, so that's how Murray Party is. So yeah, I'll be pissed. I'll be pissed at that sh- shit then. So yeah, but it was still fun playing that game. Doing those crazy things. It the ones I hated was the inverse racing where the controls were inverse. My brain cannot work, Daniel. Even when I do is inverse, <laughs> it just couldn't work. I just gave up. I said, forget it. I'm not going to win the challenge. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. It, I mean. It's not. I don't think it's a good game, but it's just a crazy game. You know, you play <laughs> with friends. That that's what it is. Mm. I think it's probably what Mario Party probably is too. You know, you got some really pe- people who really love Mario Party. Yeah. Like, because I seen this podcast, like people's like, I I don't care about Mario Party. I don't only like. I like what he said. Like how I felt. Like I only like good games. <laughs> and then the guy <laughs> said, How dare you? How dare you say that? Mario Party is good. It was like, Oh boy, he said, Nah, I don't like Mario Party. So, what else we played? Battletoads. Still a bad game when we played with three people. Still a bad game. <laughs> That's unfortunate. But we did. Um, but we had stopped. We were going to play some more, but we had stopped when his um, fiance's daughter came in. She wanted to play, so we had to get some four player, four, uh, player games. We played some Perfect Dark. Fun playing that, doing the challenges, like we're on teams doing the challenges against the computer. It gets a lot hard. It gets hard as sh- crap because first they're, they're stormtroopers at the beginning, like they don't they miss like shit. Yeah, like I'd be right in front of them and like pew, they'd be missing and stuff like that. I don't have a gun. <laughs> I just go in and punch them. But at the wild band, they do not miss their target, and like it's just becoming like damn, they are just killing our asses. Uh, what else I played? I played some Injustice 2 a little bit with some people. Um, not much, much to talk about there. Uh, played some Overcooked. Played that. And that is fun playing and couch co-op. That is a fun game. I mean, it can be fun also, you know, to chat um, doing it. But it's just mm-hmm. like when you're there, it's a whole lot easier, you know, to tell people like, hey, yeah. what are we doing? What are we working on? Um, where something is on the map? To know, like when you're cooking, yeah, it got it gets crazy when you're cooking in a hot air balloon up in the sky, and I don't know how you who you're serving. I was like, who are we serving? It's like like who, who's somebody catching? It goes down to it's like ground. somebody catching. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it was. I just didn't notice it. So I was like, we put on a serve. It's like I guess they're catching their food down there or something. <laughs> but yeah, we. <laughs> but then it gets to the point of washing dishes. Like we don't got no dishes. You got somebody to wash dishes, and then. We had we started figuring like how do we clean the dishes like where are the dirty dishes and then like then we found it and then and like somebody would somebody would probably be chopping up the same thing it's like oh no we we don't we need the rice uh, here first and then it's <laughs> we'll like need more of that sometimes I say I say forget it sometimes I just put the wrong order and I said we gotta give it this plate so let's got it let's go put it in <laughs> it's, it's messed up and then uh, yeah it's it, it, that game is fun Overcook is a that's a damn fun game that's a fun game. Uh, then uh, we went out um to uh a place called Round One, which is thick, basically a Dave and Buster's. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's at arcade games there. I think. What did we play? Oh, my friend tried to play this Bomberman game there. 
but it's like we didn't have any more points on our cards. But he played. But I did not. He did not understand how to do it. I didn't understand how to do it either. The rules oh, no. are not. This is not like not regular bomberman, huh? It's like you deploy bombs, but it wasn't work. I think maybe something was wrong because you was hitting the button to deploy the bomb, but like you're not really controlling the character. It's the oh, same weird. Like. Yeah, it's it wasn't what we thought. We was thinking it was just gonna be four player bomberman, or I think it was more than four players. The way that table was shaped, but yeah. I was like, yeah, this is something. This is still your points, man. That's all this shit is. <laughs> uh, but what do you, uh, what do we play? So of course we played some basketball. Um, we played some. Uh, oh, Ninja Turtles! They had a Ninja Turtles game there. Not an old one. It's based off the not the newest one, which I don't think that comes on anymore. The newest one, unless they or maybe they're just in a hiatus. But the one based. From the last season, um, the um, computer animated one, mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles, that came on Nickelodeon. They it's based off that, um, but it's a four player action game, um, reminiscent of the old Turtles or Turtles arcade games by Konami. But it's definitely not as good, and they definitely do cheap shots, you know, to get you hit. <laughs> like uh, it's pissing me off. Uh, but we were playing through that. We were just basically using all our points on that. What else did we play? We played the Tomb Raider shooter, um, rail shooter game. I played that before. I think I mentioned this on the podcast, playing that at David Buster's. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was fun playing that. Um, though, you know, those rail shooter games, they make it so you get shot, man. Like, it's just unavoidable. Like, I want to know, I know there's probably some guy who's really good at these games and don't get hit because they probably know how to time it right to not get hit. Because sometimes I feel like they, Make it so that you get hit, man. Because it's like, I'll be doing everything I can not to get hit. But they's like, nah, man, we got to get you to spend some more points. We don't want you to, like, make it easy for you cause, mm-hmm. because that's how these games are. Oh, we also play a rail shooter with rabbits. It's a rabbits rail, rail shooter. Oh. That's uh, pretty fun. Yeah, that was pretty, it, was, it was fun playing it. But it's just the same as all the rail shooters. I feel like they get to the point where, oh, it gets so crazy. You can't shoot everybody. So you're going to get hit by something. And I think that's it. I mean, that's really worth talking about. I can't think of <clears throat> excuse me anything else playing at round one. But then we went to a barcade, and barcades are places where it's a a bar and a whole bunch of arcade games, as the name <laughs> says. And but it's like a whole. It's like the old ones, man. Like ones that was when I was younger. Like you see Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter. Um, I mean, Street Fighter 2. And Super Street Fighter 2, um, I saw, like, Tekken, uh, like, Tekken Tag Tournament, the first one. I saw um, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Um, of course, they had, we, we played X-Men, but it wasn't the big X-Men one where, like, I think that had, like, six players you could play on or something like that, but two screens. It was a smaller one. And now, since I'm bigger, you know, I was like, you know, three, four people couldn't play on this thing. <laughs> Because because <laughs> they're too big that it it's Brute Barrett can get the yeah. three people up here shoulder to shoulder. So, yeah, exactly. So playing, we played that, and then we played some Simpsons. The Ninja Turtles wasn't working right, um, and these arcades they're just like the old ones where they might steal your token. Sometimes they don't <laughs> register it, and that pissed me off. Uh, I played some pinball. I played some Ghostbusters pinball. Wasn't really that good at it, man. I because I haven't played pinball in so long, and I was like, man, I'm not flicking. Cause like, 
I'm looking at a guy next to me, man. He, I don't know if he lost his fucking balls, man, because it looked like he was just on there forever. I said, damn, man, how that guy? I guess he, <laughs> he must be coming here a lot. And who else? Um, what else we play? Oh, yeah, they have a place where they have N64, old consoles, N64, Nintendo. Um, you can also ask to hook up the Genesis or the, uh, it's another console they had. But we played some Smash. My friend was kicking our butts in that, so we changed it up. We played some Mario Kart, and I was doing really well. I was winning a lot of the races. I think most of them. And I was holding the controller the right way, Dan. Like, I wasn't holding it like a traditional controller, like I, you're not supposed to hold, because it's <laughs> not made for that. You two outside was, edges. Yeah, I was actually holding inside, and it does, it is better. It is better that way. So, oh, okay. I, I get the grasp why people play like this. Um, <laughs> I just didn't understand that way of playing when I was younger. Yeah, but the barcade, it's, it's nice. Um, I don't know where is one near us, but apparently there is one because my friend said he had looked it up. Mm-hmm. And But yeah, it's pretty cool going to a place like that, like playing these old arcade games. I did play some Mortal Kombat, also Mortal Kombat 3. I couldn't pull no moves off. My friend was kicking my butt with um, <laughs> Sub-Zero. And... Yeah, cause I could not. I had reptile, and I cause like I can't spit. I ain't spit nothing, man. I yeah. was like, this sucks. Uh, but did I play anything else there? Oh, um, Burger Time. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Where you make the burger patties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I played that. I did. I play any other old games? Like really old. I think I was about to play Centipede. I think somebody got on there. Uh, nah. I think that's. It. I think that's all I played, really, there. So, yeah. So, that's what I did for all this week. That's all the games I played. So, yeah. Um, you got any questions or anything? No, it sounds like a lot of fun. It seems really cool. Especially, like, barcade scenario where you can can try out all those old games. Was the Ghostbusters a old machine, or was that one of those newer ones that they've been doing? I think it's the newer ones. It okay. looked like a newer one, man. Because I couldn't remember yeah. if they did something for Ghostbusters recently or not. I know they've done some other things, but I couldn't remember yeah, off the top it of my did head look for, it, looked, it looked new. It definitely looked new. Yeah. It's cool that they're still making pinball machines. Yeah, pinballs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think because pinballs, it's just easier to do, and they they could be anywhere, really. I mean, you could put it in a bar, like yeah. a pinball machine, just have one in the corner, and somebody be like, oh, I'm down on my luck. Let me just play some pinball. <laughs> Let me get drunk and play some pinball. <laughs> Take my frustration out on this machine as I tilt it. Yep. And they say, oh, you over tilt. You over tilt. <laughs> maybe that's what I should have did, Dan. I should have did some tilting. You should have. You got to put your yeah. hip on it and just nudge it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 what happened. Yeah. That's what I didn't do. So, um, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, I guess that's it. So, we'll take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll get into all the E3 gaming news. All right. And we're back. Yeah, let's get into some gaming news. We got a little bit of gaming news before we get to the, all the E3 stuff. So, yeah. what we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. So, first up, this uh, came through the wire yesterday, I think. Final Fantasy VII, the remake, is showing up in the back-end code of the Epic Store this can't be too much of a surprise if it does, in fact, come to the PC sometime. I mean, the surprise is that it's not already out on the PC. You know, we we knew it had at least one year of exclusivity, but it seemed like it would, you know, follow soon after that in other places. Um, 
but it can't be much of a surprise considering the deal that Epic has made with Square to get all the Kingdom Hearts exclusively on Epic Store that this would show up there for at least a time-limited thing of exclusivity, right? Yeah. So. Oh, I'm, oh, you want me to say more? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> it's um, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. So is this, how, how did how does this rumor come to be? So there are people that just uh, basically look at the code of different things. Uh, you hear about data mining a lot, but somebody does that for the Epic Store. And Final Fantasy Remake showed up in some of the code of Epic Store. So it sounds like, you know, they're preparing the back end to launch it relatively okay. soon. But I just want to know, does it mean it's going to eventually come to Xbox too? That's a good question. You know? It'd be- That's just weird that you... <laughs> Like someone said, you flood all these old Final Fantasy games on the PC mm-hmm. and Xbox also, and and the Switch. Man, I don't. Yeah, but the Switch, we understand if it doesn't get it, although they can do streaming. I yeah, mean, hell. Um, but that you don't have an announcement for when these come out, and I understand like the exclusive deal. But I'm like, man, it's been over a year now, and like, what? Darren, I'm like, how much Darren? How much Sony? Like Sony to pay you for multiple months? <laughs> yeah. Just not say Time's nothing. Up. Like, what's it's going just, on here? It's just a point that I understand the business part, but I, I'm not going to speak on the business part. I'm going to speak on just a consumer, my consumer part. Is that I was like, what are you guys doing here? It's like, why? Why you want to stay exclusive? That's the thing. Like, I mean, is it really like? Is it? Are they paying you really so much money to do that? Because I'm just thinking, like, all the people who like Final Fantasy on all these other on on the Xbox and the PC too. I guess I guess that that exclusivity is really I guess worth it. I guess the how much money they paid you. I just want to know: does it really is it really worth it? Like, yeah. if you if you add the money up um, for that, for as popular your game is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if COVID has anything to do with that. Maybe they were planning on it releasing sooner on PC and possibly even Xbox, but things just got delayed because of that. Also, just like what we talked about, the DLC, the Final Fantasy DLC, and that's just weird that, well, okay, you're exclusive to PlayStation right now, but now you make it a Pacific console for a DLC, which yeah. I think that, that is weird. That the DLC exclusive to the new gen. The DLC is just too powerful. Yuffie is too and, powerful to appear on a base And we all know PS4. that's bullshit. It's just that the game that you people supported is on the previous system. It's not this new system. Yeah. And you go put the DLC on the new system. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm sorry. It don't because... This is the first time I've really seen this, so I, it's it's stupid to me. It's really dumb that that that's what you're gonna do. And like someone did say, so crazy. It's like, yeah, I love that the game I supported is coming on DLC on a system I don't have. Yeah, that I can't play, I can't find, yeah. I can't buy. Absolutely. And I wonder, you know, we were talking about this before the podcast, but like, does that eventually make it to the PS4? Right? You know, we saw or are seeing like Godfall, I guess it either didn't, you know, didn't prove to be that successful in the PS five or whatever it may be. But now they're bringing that out to the PS four. This should tell you like as much as people 
like I, the idea, like I said before, that you do want games to be exclusive to your new console. But if they ain't taking advantage of it, what's the difference right. that it comes out on another console? Because that's just the uh, that's just the the perception of you got this game. Yes, it only came out on this console. That's true. So you feel like, yeah, I got my money's worth. But are you really? Or or, or they're just choosing not to put it on another console, even though it can be. It can yeah. be played on the other one. Could, yeah, but they're just going to make it exclusive so to make it seem like, yeah, this is the only place you can play it. Like, it's the only place you, they can play it because they only put it on there. But it can actually, if they wanted to, it can be played as other ones because it's not that powerful. Right. It's not, they didn't put that much work into it to take a full advantage of that console, yeah, which I think most people don't models. because, yeah, a, a lot of these studios don't take advantage on early on. They're still learning it. Yeah. Some, yeah, some just can't even. Yeah. So, or some, yeah, some, they, all depends on the timing. Like, to to get it to really take full advantage, it's like, ah, it's not going to work out. We probably just take some advantage and just put it up here. Uh, but, yeah, it's, that's why, and, and like like we said, the last report, is like the architecture makes it so that you got to get to the mindset Consoles are different. Chains yeah. are so different than what they were. Basically PCs now. Yeah. So that, yes, you got a stronger console and your game will look better and probably most likely play better on that one than the previous one. But but you still can play it. Right. And you shouldn't feel like, man, I waste all money getting this while I can still play the last one because you're still playing a better version. It runs better. It loads better. And things of that nature. Just like people getting better graphics cards, a higher processor, more mm-hmm. memory. I mean, that's just what you that's what's basically what you did. Yeah, I wonder if we ever see that barrier actually come down of like on the PC where it's basically like, Oh yeah, your older hardware will still play this game. It might just not be up to what you want it to, or are we gonna continue to see it on PC where it's kind of more of a walled garden and you see more um, kind of restrictions on things like, ah, we don't want people to get the impression that a game's just not going to run very well on their Xbox. So we're never going to let you release this thing that you designed for the Series X, but could probably run relatively well on like the the One X, but we're not going to let you put it out on the one X because then it has to also run on the base X or the base. I mean, one that's where then... those old, like Nintendo sealer approval things should come into play. <laughs> there there should be some real quality thing to say like, okay, this is good enough to come on the later ones. Tested now, if it's not and approved for, yeah, is it, if, if like, cause maybe you can't and, or you don't have the budget to say, Hey, we can downgrade it. You know, mm. like it still run, but it's not gonna run that great. And we wind up, the resources to make it right. run great and just say, okay, you're just going to be exclusive to the new ones. Then mm. this game is not going to be, you're not, we're not going to put this broken game out on an <laughs> old console. Yeah. Um, or we get to a point where they say, Hey, this is going to be the cloud version. Like you can still play this, but you're going to yeah. have to stream it from Xbox cloud. And it, there was a rumor out there about the Xbox doing the cloud, like with the new gen mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Which I was, cause that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting to hear like, Hey, can I, since it's cloud now, can we play these that look so much better now? They don't just look like the Xbox version, but the Xbox series X 
kind of version, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right. They've actually announced that officially now that they're going to oh. be moving to Xbox Series X level stuff. I'm trying to see if they have like dates on it. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Awesome. I'm looking at the awesome. Verge article here. Microsoft is making some significant upgrades to its Xbox Cloud Gaming X Cloud service. In the next few weeks, the X Cloud streaming service will be moving to Xbox Series X hardware on the server side, bringing drastic improvements to load times and frame rates. Microsoft is also moving X Cloud on the web out of beta, which will be good news for owners of Apple devices because you can do it in your browser. So yeah, that's very cool. So I that's what I'm excited for is when I can play the Xbox Series X equivalent game on my whether it be Xbox One or even PC. You know, if I'm not rocking a PC that's more powerful than an Xbox One X, which I don't or a Series X, which I don't think I really am at this at this point in time. Um so yeah, that should be very interesting once that starts getting into people's hands, especially as stuff like load times. I'm very interested in how well that's going to work. So yeah, that's very cool. All right, Dominic, in some other news, uh, you were telling me about this because this just flew under my radar completely. And I thought that this would have been bigger news, but obviously in a week where E3 has happened, maybe not quite as much. Cyberpunk is old news. That's why. (laughs) Basically. So, yeah, Cyberpunk is getting reinstated on the Sony store on June 21st. So just a couple of days from now, you will be able to buy Cyberpunk from the PlayStation store once again. Yay. And I wonder if it's still just going to look crappy. And they said, (laughs) said, fuck it. We're just going to let them sell their game up here. I mean, you punish them long enough. I'm really not convinced that the PlayStation, like the base level PlayStation 4 version, is going to run at an acceptable frame rate or anything. I don't expect that to actually have improved that much. But I guess we'll find out. I'm I'm sure that you know some site like Digital Foundries or something is going to do an in depth thing of like this is how it ran before all these updates and this is how it runs now. And I would love to see the results of that and see if it's yeah. actually you know worth their salt in anything there so yeah is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we get into e3 proper here dominic uh we didn't talk about power world on the podcast did we no uh, we didn't last week yeah we wait till after there's a game that i believe it's going to probably be uh online massive multiplayer game or survival game you know Mm -hmm. but it's basically like pokemon Um, very much so it's a world very like these these animals are designs are very pokemon (laughs) they're yeah uh so and it looks nice you know just like a regular pokemon game and it's like okay it looks cute but then you see people bring out guns and start shooting at each other and it's (laughs) like oh yeah. This is uh this is different. And you also see like Pokemon in like a weapon shop and being slaves. And I think the story I read somewhere is that poachers or people are like enslaving Pokemon stuff and you're trying to stop them. But the actions that you do in this game in this trailer they show off 
The game's called Power World. If I don't, yeah, I think I said that, but just the, for you can, you need to look up this trailer. Uh, <laughs> it must be you, seen to be believed. Yeah, you can uh, hunt Pokemon. Like you can actually like shoot them, and they. I read somewhere that's for like substance. Basically, you can feed it to your other Pokemon. Oh or my gosh! Itself. I mean, is that they treat it like animals? Yeah, like you know, regular animals. Uh, but you can go fishing. You can. Attach your electric Pokemon to the fishing uh, hook, throw it in the water, and let him just zap it, and all the fish Pokemon just come up with crosses on their eyes. And then you can... I see yourself shield like this lamb-looking Pokemon <laughs> as the person was shooting at him. You could pick it up and shield it and put it in front of you, and then they showed the face of the Pokemon crying as it's being Terrible. shot. It's just crazy. It is literally crazy. This game and um, the fights look like real fights. They don't look like you just hitting, like hit attack and the attack. Like they don't, it looked like a Pokemon was just working like this big giant. Um, I don't know what remember what it was called in the regular Pokemon game, but it looks just like it, like a big electric monster Pokemon, and he's just fighting the enemies right beside you as you're shooting, and it looks cool. I mean, it looks. It looks cool. It looks really absurd, but the only problem is, is that I wish it was just... I mean, maybe it is. I mean, this is still... like There's no early access or nothing right now. Yeah. This is an announcement. But uh, it looks like it's going to be more a survival game where you're with a bunch of people like the other games, just with Pokemon people. And this... I forgot the game, but I think it's a phone game or something. Or It's probably on PC, too. And, I, and I actually, I think it's on the switch maybe that's kind of like that now but that's more cutesy i think it's more cute i forgot what that was called yeah like a pokemon you're telling me about light them. game but yeah that's the only thing because i don't want to i just want to play it I, if i could get that single player like it just like that just that mm. and me and some missions yeah that would be some crazy like just to do that just to see that it's crazy but yeah you gotta look at that trailer power world uh, it, it is hilarious but that's it. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, Dominic. With that, then, we will get into it. Start off here with Ubisoft. I tried to keep these relatively in order of they sh- them showing them, but my plan was to watch them mostly live, or at least close to it, and then go back and watch it again. Oh, before we get into the E3 real quick. Mm-hmm. Now, Jeff Keighley, uh, E3 had it where only certain people could live stream their live stream e3 um shows oh really don't can partner with don't partner with certain people i, I sent you a um a tweet and asked you why jeff keely was mad oh um, i must have missed that one yeah because i was i mean i think he because i don't i think he stopped um doing it because i think the last one the last one he did was the xbox but he didn't do anything else after that hmm. uh because i think there was a um was a D- dmca whatever the hell this shit's mm-hmm. called um, yeah dmca like it was uh to say like hey only like like a takedown because poss- possible takedown because i think they said only the only partner were certain people and so people were like man jeff Kelly did this all this stuff but i was like He's kind of competition too, isn't he? So yeah, absolutely. I I don't know. I mean, look, 
uh, it seemed like people were taking sides, but then some people were saying like, why are you taking sides? Jeff Kelly's like, he's a competition. Why would they want to partner with him? But then they said, hey, you should, you should um, make good with him and blah, blah, blah. I look, I'm not taking sides on anything. Like, I just want video game news. That's all I want. So, <laughs> yeah. give it to me. I'm good. And make it enjoyable to see. So, so yeah. I, and and Jeff Kelly, I appreciate him for what he does. And also appreciate the EA set, the ESA for what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there you go. I I have no personal stake in anything. Way to both sides at Dominic. Jeff Keeley's right. I mean, but I don't. The ESA. I don't. I don't have no connection to yeah. these guys. I mean, I enjoy Jeff Keighley. I, I, I like Jeff Keighley. I joke about him with um, um, Hideo Kojima, but come on, that's weird. I mean, we all got to admit that. But <laughs> uh, but uh, other than that, I mean, he's a cool dude. I've been yeah. watching him, you know, on, since ga- on game trailers um, doing yeah. stuff. I mean, I mean, he's fine. But I'm not to a point where if he doesn't like something or anything he doesn't like, I'm just going to side with him. I mean, that's I'm not I'm not that kind of person anymore. Any in any way, because I realize that's a little to me. I'm not that kind of guy on people I don't know. You know, I just like I can agree with something or disagree, but I'm not going to be like I, this situation is like, hey, that's between them. All right, that's it's really. I was hoping you look more into it because I what I've seen, I I don't really know like what's going on with him in the ESA I don't have no idea I thought maybe you might know that's why but I don't know so I'm like I whatever listen I just want to get the gaming news that's all (laughs) I'm not like a a fanboy of him I I just I enjoy watching him but uh that's all I want yeah have you seen it? Did you look it up? Um, but it's interesting, though, because like what I did hear about was like Nintendo of Japan, I think, came out shortly before uh, their Nintendo Direct for E3 and basically said, hey, don't co-stream our thing. <laughs> so a lot of the streamers who typically are, you know, showing their videos and talking over them or were kind of apprehensive about showing that stuff because they weren't sure if they weren't going to get struck struck with a DMCA takedown or something like that. Just oh, here it is. I mean, just look up, just put thing. Jeff Keighley ESA, and you'll get to the tweet. There's a Min Max show where they're talking about it too. Apparently, Keighley because he po- he posts what the ESA sent him. Mm. Oh, this is from Kotaku, I think. I think it's Kotaku, maybe. As for Keeley, the ESA representative said the decision to exclude him wasn't personal. We appreciate Jeff and everything he has done for the video game industry. The ESA rep said the decision to not include him in the small list of official co-streamers was absolutely no personal slight. In addition to our distribution service and media partners, we focused on a diverse group of influencers. This fucking white-ass Canadian dude. We're not putting him on there. And creators who consistently create video game content across YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. And then he posted the uh, Mario looking like, hmm, kind of thing from the Rabbits trailer. (laughs) And then he said, E3 parent company, the ESA, replied to Kotaku inquiries saying that out of the over 1,300 submissions, it approved less than 100 creators and brands for official co-streaming. I mean, I wonder what official co-streaming entails, because obviously there are brands that did not get the official co-stream 
situation, but still, you know, we're streaming that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of of the thought where you were saying is like, he's basically the competition. So I don't know why we would necessarily expect him to get co-streamer status or whatever it may be, but obviously there are also some hard feelings there and whether it was a personal slight or not, I don't know, but you know, might be, maybe. Maybe there's somebody being spicy over there, Dominic. Whatever. Cause I'm like, is this hurting you? I mean, I know people want to see you talk about the stuff. So there, there are people who do, but I feel like you still got connections and you're like, you already got stuff happening for this, right? Some of the game fest. So, and that's the thing. Like I'm looking at this, this kind of thread of tweets and there's a deleted tweet that is hit in response to his. And then Rami Ismail, who's a game developer. I follow him on Twitter. He did. Um, yeah, I forget what the, the company he used to be with was called, but they made a whole bunch of indie games. And now we just kind of go, Oh, Vlambeer. That was his company. Um, and he basically like goes around the world and like helps indie developers set up and get their, their business stuff straight. And he responded to that deleted tweet saying, you understand that he shouldn't be using the registered trademark of Hold a on, competing you, you commercial. Up. Hello. Hello. You broke Is up on my end. What, say that again. Yeah. Um, so you heard what all the Rami say? stuff, right? But he yeah, said, yeah, yeah. you understand he shouldn't be using the registered trademark of a competing commercial venture, right? So basically, I'm assuming that somebody said like, oh, I can't believe E3 did this to him or whatever. Oh, ESA yeah. did it to him. And he's like, yeah, you know that he's so, yeah, like we were saying, kind of they are competition. So it's not entirely surprising that, you know, Jeff Keeley got the cold shoulder, maybe, you know. He's got his own thing going on. Yeah, seems odd. Businessmen gonna businessman, Dominic. I don't know. Yeah, that I think people just pick a side. Because one person I knew, Liana Rupert, she's definitely on Jeff's side. Said this sounds like a lot of BS from the ESA side. You should have definitely been included in that co-stream initiative. For anyone interested in the source article, oh, the Kotaku source, yeah. But someone said, like, why should they include someone who constantly shits on them and throw shade their way? <laughs> yeah. It would be better off if they cut the gimmick and just told Jeff to fuck off. And she said, they have all the right in the world not to include who they want to include. But ESA does still have a lot it has an answer for, regardless of the amazing people that work there as a company. Knowing Jeff is doing Summer Game Fest, it's an odd business move to make to exclude him. What? No. In fact, because of that, I think it's not an odd move. <laughs> I thought it'd be the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. I. Yeah. This. This all seems weird. Unless I mean, if you try to look at it, is that like, hey, he helps promote the ESA, but he's he's actively not. Not. Yeah. <laughs> he's That's actively like, promoting his own thing over the ESA's thing. Because it's not. It's not a partnership. Like, they're basically telling they need to come to him to partner with him. I don't know if it's their right. I mean, they like, they have to. Why doesn't WWE let AEW stream their pay-per-views, Dominic? Like, that's kind of what it, it feels like to me, is... Like, he's... Like, you left and did your own thing, and I was okay with that. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm still okay with that. But why does the thing you left has to still 
work with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, and like an official capacity too, right? Like again, it's yeah. not it's not that he's going to necessarily get banned or whatever because he's co-stream or whatever streaming this thing cuz again, there are many different avenues or venues where this thing is getting rebroadcast like I I'm pretty sure even us we could have restreamed that thing and not been taken down off of Twitch. Now, you know, we've done stuff in the past and had issues with YouTube, but that's all that's a very much like after the fact thing, right? Like they're they're coming through and and kind of going, "Oh, well, you know, you're reposting our stuff a little too much or we didn't talk enough over it or something like that." But yeah, I I don't know. I definitely have to read into it more to actually see where people are coming from on Jeff's side. Cause I'm very much like, don't quite understand that right now. All right. So yes, getting on to the E3 news. All right, Dominic. So we're going to kick it off with Ubisoft forward. Like I said, I kind of tried to keep this in the order that they presented it, but some of the stuff I, I know kind of got mixed up a little bit. So I'm trying my best to make sure I included everything. If there's anything that stands out in your head that I'm missing, just let me know and we'll go from there. All right. So Ubisoft, they kicked it off with Rainbow Six Extraction. That is coming out September 16th and is going to have cross play and cross saves on day one. That is the one that used to be Rainbow Six Quarantine, but obviously quarantine is kind of a tainted word now. And it's basically like Rainbow Six Team versus Zombies. What do you think of that one? That game, I mean, it looks like it's fun. Like, that'll be a Rainbow Six that I that I will play. Because I'm not really into the realistic mm-hmm. uh, shooters, the shooter uh, of those Tom Clancy games, really. Like Ghost Recon, Rainbow Six, or I think that's, that's basically it. Um, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, those are the big ones. I mean, like, I'm more into the arcadiness of what Ghost Recon is now. Mm. <laughs> like, now, like, I like Wildlands, but um, the latest one, um, I forgot what it's called, but that, that was a debacle because it was like, it was like a games of service kind of thing. That's why I didn't like that. Yeah. But, yeah, but the realistic type of shooters like Rainbow Six, um, like, back in the day, like, I just were never really into them. This kind of mixes mixes it up with like more like a left for dead vibe with it man and definitely yeah and it it looks really cool and also that you get cross play and cross save yeah i think yeah i think a lot more games they're going to be going that route it's and about time I, yeah i want all games to go out that route really yeah and i mean i'm, I'm really interested in this i really really interested in this game and especially since another game that i like that's similar to this where we'll talk about later that's going to be somewhat free. Mm. It opens it up that maybe I'll check this game out. Yeah. Open some money up to maybe give somebody else a shot as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Ghost Recon Breakpoint was what it called. Cause I just see it up here. <laughs> Cause oh, you got yeah, something yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Which just mention that real quick because I don't have much on it, but they're going to do DLC for that because they're, they're doing that. They're doing the crew too. Like Ubisoft is still supporting these games for one reason or another. And I, I can't fault them for it because they've been pretty successful with some of these things. Like look, think about for honor. I mean, they probably just stopped 
doing support maybe now uh maybe i have no idea they probably think if there was anything that they talked about at e3 for them as well but i i don't think so i didn't at least i didn't see the man with the cane but (laughs) yeah he definitely wasn't they've been supporting that game for a while like that game was really talked about or nothing and i've been seeing support for that game like way after it's been out and you yeah ubisoft has like this generation they have shown that you get their game, even when people shit on it and say it's horrible, they continue supporting it. Yeah. Like, they are not, I guess, either people, either people, even y'all people, y'all bought the game regardless of what the um, the critics have said, or they, uh, or enough of y'all bought it that they'll support it even after. So you're getting your money's worth. So don't feel, like, you never feel like, man, darn, this game... Nobody likes it, and I got it. I do like it, but I'm, they probably aren't going to support it. They're probably going to stop. And But no, they haven't. So you still got your money's worth. Like, Ghost Recon Breakpoint has been known to be bad, like, from the beginning for what it had. Now, they've done a lot of changes, though, since. So it's probably, if there, somebody was going to do a review now of the game, it maybe it'll get higher. Um, yeah. I don't know. That game, I know, I know it's been better because I played it when they give you the free weekends. I played when it first came out. Didn't really like it. And then when they added all the um, the quality of life stuff you could put in, you know, into the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That made the game so much better. So, and they added computer because they took out the um, co- um, computer, your um, mates, the uh, your um, their team. Like, if you, you had to be, they had to be uh, humans, basically. Who played with you? Uh, unlike Wildlands, you can play with rec- like your friends or random people, and if you play by, you can play by yourself and still have the um, computer play the other guys, the other three guys. Mm-hmm. They had took that out in, in Breakpoint, which that's why I really did not was not interested in the game. But now they make it so that they put a DL. They had some DLC where they added them, so. That was good, and maybe maybe the game has sold more because plus they it goes cheap, you know the game goes yeah, cheap every absolutely. now and then, and maybe people probably picked it up, and probably maybe there's probably a lot more people playing it um, than before too. So that's why they support it. Yeah, but yeah, that's cool that they do that. You like you'll get this, you'll get your money's worth. It seems like with these games, um, with the support you get like longevity. You well, at least long, at least not money's worth. I was just say the you'll get. Your playing time, like longevity, the games, these games will last. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good to see. You don't see that in a lot of companies, and I, I wonder if you know the the finances support that decision or what it is at Ubisoft that is making them go. Oh, this is you know this is the way to go. Maybe yeah, they just have too. so like, many how? teams that they're like, we need to keep these people busy, and we don't want to fire them and let them you know, create new studios or something that are going to compete with us. So we're just going to keep them on board. We're going to keep paying them and they're going to pump out DLC for a game that nobody's playing. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. They do that. If that's, if that's what they do. I like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, speaking of things that you're not really aware of, like Rocksmith plus, like I started to talk about it, but it's a subscription service for basically Rocksmith. And what Rocksmith is, is kind of an evolution of Guitar Hero or Rock Band, where you're actually using a real guitar with the same kind of style gameplay. So it's almost more of a learning device 
So it's interesting that they're going in this direction of a live service where you're going to pay monthly for a subscription to Rocksmith and you'll get different songs. Um, and it'll be $15 a month or $40 for three months or $99 for a year of it. It sounds like it's going to launch on PC this summer and then fall for the old and new consoles. And then after that, there's going to be an app that they're going to come out with for Android and iOS. But Rocksmith is secretly one of those things that people were still playing, even though nobody was really talking about it. They were still talking about Rock Band and stuff like that. And here it is. It actually kind of outlived all of those properties, the guitar heroes and the rock bands, by you know being successful under the radar, basically. Yeah. They probably had a lower um like de- like they they knew how to lower the expectations for the demand for it too mm-hmm. you know uh like they probably didn't expect to get but so much um for it and i think they got enough or probably even more maybe maybe even more that people are interested in learning to play guitar this is a cool way to do it like to make it uh, maybe yeah. a, a much more fun way of learning to play the guitar yeah, gamification. Yeah, as it's like exercises. Yeah, like exactly. exercises, and yeah, um, like the like with um, the Wii stuff, or if you want to be more advanced, like the Peloton bike. <laughs> even though I can never afford it, but yeah. I I can get the cheap one from Walmart. That's off brand one. Oh, do they do something similar? They do. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely not as good. I, mean, I know it's not, but. <laughs> I can afford it, Daniel. I'm, I'm working towards that one. There you go. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's cool. And I, I keep trying to tell you, man, you should go ahead, man. Nah. Live your dream. No, definitely You know, not. that was your dream to be a guitar player. No, never that. <laughs> never that, Dominic. <laughs> what was your dream then, Daniel? I've never had a dream. That's my problem, Dominic. That's why. Oh, that's so sad. It's, it's so sad. No, I mean, that. I don't know. When I was younger, it was always probably like being an artist, which I think as I got older was like, oh, you don't, you aren't really just an artist. Like you, you still have a job if you know, most people, I mean, there are obviously some people oh, that just you need do the starving, you need to be the starving artist art for art's sake. Yeah. Leave your family and say, I got to live my dream. <laughs> Wanna but go then it out was like, the woods. oh, I got to make money. So like a graphic designer kind of thing. And then I was told by my like high school teacher that graphic design is like a cutthroat business. And I was like, that's not me. I can't do that. So then I kind of just moved you'll away learn. from that. See, you, you, it, builds, to be it builds. Yeah, like you'll see somebody do something to you and say, oh, I can't believe they did this to me. <laughs> then it, it hardens you. Yep. Do so a tenfold no to the next guy. And you just, it, it'd just be so easy to do it because you just don't Bill's care. design over there looks like shit. <laughs> Like somebody would cry and say, why do you do this to me? He said, because you're pathetic. <laughs> yeah. There's that. I don't know. There's game design at some point, but I, I definitely don't think I have it in me to like design a game. I just don't look at, I don't look at systems in a game the same way that some people do. Even, even some people that I work with will talk about like Dark Souls and they'll, you know, Oh, this, that, and the other thing, and I'm like, oh, I didn't notice that at all. I just push the button and slash the sword. Of game design is that I say what I want, and then somebody else makes and it. Somebody else work on it. I mean, and can I just get paid? So you want to be like a producer <laughs> or something, Dominic? There you go. Yes, 
Yeah. Without learning any other stuff of how they do it. And just say, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about management, done. right? <laughs> is like you manage because you can't, you can't do it. You know, those who can do, those who can't teach or whatever, isn't that the saying? Yeah. Something like that. So, what about you, Dominic? What was the dream? Oh, what is my dream? Oh, darn. You put it on me. Yep. Damn. Uh-huh. Son of a bitch. See how it goes. What is, my dream was to be a photographer Ooh. and i just gave up on that like was that either a photographer or a camera operator someone who worked in movie sets or, or it could be a new set somewhere in television uh, see but i thought you were scenes. just gonna say lingerie shoots and stuff oh nah nah i'm not i don't have an eye for that <laughs> oh, okay i i be mean, i mean my eye is just a pervy eye that that, that, that all men have so I I, I went and why know. do all these photo like, oh, shoots yeah. look like Kojima games? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that's what I wanted, but that stopped. Especially when I went to I was uh, um I was security. I played. I, was, I said played. Well, I I, I should say uh, I played security at <laughs> the Preakness. I mean, because I wasn't no real security guard, but that's what I was hired for. I was. Me and my friend was guarding Bob Costas. Yeah. We were walking him around, and I was asking people who was like behind the sets and stuff, Did like Bob how they Costas got the job. Costas treat you like shit, and he ruined your dream, Dominic. Oh no! Nah. Okay. Oh no! Nah. He was a nice guy. He offered me a piece of the sandwich. Oh, beautiful, uh, Bob but, Costas. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, but man, that man got lost. Like he didn't know what to do. Like we we had a really, and because one time it was in a crowd, checking the crowd the way. But somehow we left him behind. He wasn't that far behind, but it was almost like, oh no, where where do I go? <laughs> and there's people, there's people around. Like people <laughs> see me. It's like, yo, he looked like so scared. And then the guy, he kind of, he didn't really yell us anything, but he was like, you, you, you got to keep an eye out for him. You got to really watch him. And I was like, he wasn't. He he's was a grown only like ass a few man. Feet away from us, he can walk around here. It's like he's a few feet away from us. We were just moving the people out the way so he could get through. We thought he'd just be like right behind us. Yeah. Uh, but like, oh yeah, uh, he had to stop people. Was like shaking his hand or trying to shake his hand. Like, oh, I know you, something like that. Uh, but yeah, but asking the people about how they got the job, mm-hmm. like a lady doing like holding the boomstick and a person to hold the camera. Almost everybody said they knew somebody, right? And that's how they got it, because she said, my husband got me this job. <laughs> and another guy said, hey, I know somebody who worked in here. He said, hey, I can help out. And then I just got into the industry. It was always people who knew people. Yeah. It wasn't even like they went to school um, for it, or, or they told them about it, and they went to school later. Mm. But they got to the industry because they knew somebody. Yeah. I was like, damn. It feels like that with so it. many things. Like, the older you get, the more you realize, like that's kind of what it is. And that's why like college can be important, but not in the way that a lot of people think it is like college in a way is a great place to like socialize and get to know the people. Get, that get, that's what I say. Get to know the people to get, get you a job. It's not the courses. It's not the courses. Yeah. Sometimes networking. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. It's really, yes, that's really, it is like some jobs, like, some jobs, it's not really the course. It's just network. Because you, you, a lot of things you can learn on the job. Yeah. You don't need a lot classes. of things you will learn now, on you, the job because they have you know exactly. very specific things that they work with that no one else does. Uh, only like lawyer, being a lawyer or 
uh, a doctor. Yeah. And like, those are one of the main things I know, like, yeah, I need you to go to school to learn that. I don't think you can just um, learn how to do heart surgery and, um, <laughs> by just watching somebody. I watched YouTube um, a couple of times. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so I watched ER. And <laughs> then I watched. <laughs> I, I think I can do this. I think they say, hey, let this walk me through it while I try it and just say if I do something wrong, like, just, just <laughs> help me out here, you know. It's, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, that's really is, like you said, networking. Yeah. But back, well, back to um, yes, what we were talking E3. about. But what we were talking about, though? Uh, um, we were talking about Rocksmith, but unless you got oh, anything Rocksmith else, phone. we can move on to the next one. Yeah, we can do it with the next All one. All right. Riders Republic, Dominic. We've seen this one before. It's the crazy bike, snowboard, extreme sports thing. Basically like the evolution yeah. of steep, it seems like. And that's coming September 2nd. Riders Republic, yeah. It's basically the SSX like of down. That's what it looks like. Mm, hopefully. It looks like it could be a lot of fun. I just feel like it's going to be one of those games, too, that'll be floodgy with shit. Like... <laughs> loot boxes or something like that but i i didn't look up to see if they say anything like hey we're not gonna have any loot boxes yeah but i don't so i don't know but it looks like it could be a whole lot of fun like that game i'm somewhat excited for like uh because i've been looking for this like extreme game like fun to play pick up and play mm-hmm. like ssx was and this looks like that type of game that where you can just what ride downhill biking and also, jetpack and things of that yeah. nature, gliding, air gliding. My um, only concern is like how focused it seems to be on multiplayer. Oh, that, I guess that could be a problem. I don't know. I don't mind. As far as just like pick up and play, like I might want to, you know, might want to just jump on a session and jump out. But it's like, oh, this race isn't over. Like you'd fuck it up, fuck up everybody else's game if you did that or something like that. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, I don't know. I, I just hope it's so quick matchmaking. Matchmaking, or yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's a single player. It thing. feels very much in a way like uh, Fall Guys, where like even if somebody dropped out, they're not really messing up your experience that much, right? Like you barely yeah. notice you're you're competing with the game in a lot of ways more so than other people. But yeah, why is it public? That that looks fun. Yeah. All right. After that, Dominic, we got Rainbow Six Siege again with the uh, cross play and cross saves. That stuff is coming, as well as a new character, North Star, coming out June fourteenth, which is now past at this point. Uh, they had a nice little trailer for her. She's like a helicopter pilot, and then a bear comes and tries to take her out while she's saving somebody. And then she fucks up that bear. So it's cool. She's uh, like a Native American. Poor Yogi. Yeah. <laughs> poor Yogi. <laughs> no, that was definitely Boo Boo. He grew up a little bit. Oh, though. okay. But yeah, Rainbow Six Siege. I mean, we probably don't have much to say about it because it's not a game that we've continued playing. But it's cool to see that it's still getting support and people are still playing that game, especially stuff like cross play and cross save. So. Here for that, Dominic, we already talked about the Ghost Recon stuff. Another year, another Just Dance game, Just Dance 2022 is coming out November 4th. So that's got some new songs and all that stuff. It's Just Dance, Dominic. Uh, After that was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's getting DLC where you're going to go to France and, and siege Paris. 
Uh, supposedly what? coming out Paris. summer. Yep. You know, fuck up Paris. Man, that game is so huge. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm happy for the people. Like, this is probably the only game you got. Yeah. So, so you got a lot of game. Now, see, that's the one problem. It's like, for someone like me, I'm happy they're really supporting all these games with DLC and stuff. But then it's also is that I don't know. I want to come back. Yeah. Because I want to play some new games. Uh, I mean, there's some games. Like, it has to be that game. And maybe that that's what it is. These games aren't into the category of like, oh, man, I love this game. So I'm going to play DLC like Mass Effect was. But maybe it is for some other people. They really love Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So they'll come back for that DLC to play it. So that's good. I mean, it's good that it's there. But hey, after playing Valhalla, it's like, I'm good. If I beat this game <laughs> where it is, I'm good. Yeah. All right. After that, Dominic, we got, we talked about the, well, actually, real quick. Oh, oh, total, the discovery mode. Yeah. Right. So that's getting a discovery mode, which is like kind of the learning situation without the combat stuff. They did that for Origins and Odyssey as well. Uh, kind of, focused on getting it in schools so you can just kind of explore the environments of that time and get a little bit of that history like which is cool official discovery channel mode down there is that like i don't think got, it's official it's discovery channel i don't i don't think you're gonna get that or national geographic oh. and just see ladies with boobs out stuff like that no, <laughs> not getting that down so mario rabbits dominic it is officially happening now besides Nintendo just leaking it out there. Uh, it's releasing in 2022, and they're changing it from a grid-based game to more action. It looks like there's going to be like an area of effect that you can kind of freely run around in, and I wonder what actually ends your turn, maybe some kind of action or attack or something like that. But otherwise, you can kind of just freely move about. Uh, so that looks very interesting and it, it's seemingly going into space. So maybe more of a Mario galaxy vibe. There's a, a rabid Rosalina now and all the, uh, yeah, shine bits that. are, are look, look, rabbits sexy. now, <laughs> of course. Um, and then there's that green haired rabbit. I, I just imagine cool. them still dudes in drag. <laughs> I mean, they those might rabbits. Be. you know what? I mean, it's funny that. I just think all the rabbits are dudes. I think I they're mean, just asexual. Because I just because because I just think of like I, in cartoons, you got to have a bow on top of your head for you to be a girl, <laughs> <laughs> or, or eyelashes, I or like eyelashes. Your stereotypes, like Dominic. Yeah, that's how I imagine. So I just think like, well, they don't have high eyelashes or nothing. That just this look like they're just dude rabbits and drag that Princess Peach yeah. and that Rosalina. But still sexy. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah, that looks pretty good. Uh, after that, they showed off Far Cry 6. There was a kind of a CG trailer. Basically, the uh, the bad guy's son is trying to escape on the boat with the protagonist. And then he discovers him on the boat, and he shoots up all the people on the boat. And seemingly, the protagonist survives and then goes in, goes on to a revenge spree kind of thing, I guess. We see more. So of yeah, that. I don't think that theory of her that being her son is that that a good, that that's not the theory. I mean, that's not what it is. Yeah, though. it seemed like there would be more obvious undertones of that, right? If if that were yeah. part of it, you know, she didn't seem 
protective enough unless she just doesn't know that, you know, that's her son, but who knows? We will definitely see. Um, yeah, they didn't really show much action wise cause they saved that kind of for the Xbox thing. Uh, but they did announce the season pass where it's going to let you play as the villains from the previous games, Voss and Pagan Min and Joseph seed from their respective games. Um, I wonder how big a chunks these are going to be. Um, also blood dragon, I believe is going to be a part of that season pass, like the full game. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I really wonder like how much of these games you're going to experience as those characters. It was kind of weird because like Voss was like, Oh, now you see the protagonist is the bad guy. I thought I saw something like a next flicks show for cry show. Yeah. They're doing a blood, blood dragon, dragon show too. Yeah. God, there's so many, Daniel, <laughs> so many stuff. Yep. Netflix. Absolutely, Dominic. Gotta gotta keep that content churning out. Yeah. Gotta have your uh, splinter. It is throwing shit at the wall, man. <laughs> I mean, I ain't saying this is shit, but just like so much stuff it, that it feels like they gonna... are. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and and some of that shit is gonna stick, and it's gonna be good. But for the most part, it's gonna be very easily forgettable, and you're never gonna think twice and, about what and just came smelly. Out. <laughs> mostly smell <laughs> all right dominic and then the the final thing for ubisoft the big announcement avatar frontiers of pandora coming in 2022 this is going to be a first person action adventure game developed by the division team over at massive entertainment are you ready to revisit the avatar world dominic and i ain't talking about no the- airbender oh yeah yeah, that's what I want. Oh. But no, <laughs> the world of Avatar is what I like, which is funny because the person said the opposite. Like I said, I don't really care about the story of the movie Avatar, mm. but the world was cool. And he said, well, people weren't really attached to the world, but this, it was a good story. I said, whoa, was it? Shut up. <laughs> and it's, like, it's like, what are you talking hey, the about? The story you said of Pogonsis is timeless. And it's the guy on Mid Max, like he is a big Avatar, like. Well, I ain't gonna say a fan, but maybe he is. But he's always protective because he always hates when I think the other guys or people shit on it. Saying <laughs> I understand how people like it. He said, like it, it all these it made this many billions of dollars. And stuff. I was like, so what? Those those people didn't like the movie. I mean, you gotta pay, like for me to okay. I went to theaters and saw it. Doesn't when you go to theaters to see a movie doesn't mean you like it. Yeah, you paid to see it. You don't like it until you multiple you've times. Seen it. That might be a whole other thing. <laughs> Yeah, or or you would like some Star Wars fans who don't like it, but it's like I gotta see it two more <laughs> times to make sure. <laughs> and but I'm like, look, if you like it, you like it, man. But don't get mad at people for like shit and all. But he said there's people who just hate it and stuff like that. I said, yeah, but that's that's the internet. Yeah. I mean, that's like for everything who just despise it. Those people you gotta ignore at a certain point. Yeah, exactly. But look, man. If you like it, you like it. But to me, it's a sh- it wasn't that good. I don't see it was shit. It was just a base. The story was so basic. Yeah. It was very absolutely basic. Outsider coming in, saving people. Yeah, I've seen it before. Like, it's like, last like for that type of world, I feel like man, you could have really built a real great story with this world. Yeah. You picked the easiest path possible. And I'm hoping maybe the next ones they'll really delve into something 
But the world itself, like I said, and for as popular as it is, which he always said he hates the argument that people always use that, well, if it's so popular, who's, what's the character's names? And a lot of people Jake. don't remember. But he said, but, he said um, but you can say you can do that for any movie and something like that. And I was like, oh, I don't know, man. I was like, dude, this ain't no Star Wars. <laughs> like, I know people I know people who ain't fans of Star Wars and know the, some characters' names. Yeah. Like, I know that Boba Fett guy. This movie... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, I'm more, I'm becoming a bigger fan of Star Wars, so that's why I know him because I'm just into that culture. I know it. Yeah. Um, but Avatar, it mean, it wasn't that type of movie for me. Yeah. But so I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to use, I'm not going to use that argument. But the world, the world is something like as big as the movie was. I felt like it would have been more content with this movie. I mean, you just got the music park a few years ago mm-hmm. that they they got done in Disney, and. Like you would think, it'd been more like either toys or video games at least. At the I mean, at the very least, like some people making content of this world. It could be crappy games, but still, like, hey, Avatar's popular. Let's make a video game of this. Yeah. But there's really been nothing. I wonder if it was just like time and place where they knew it was going to be a long time before they got the next thing. So they thought they would, you know, by the time they get to making toys or games, they would have kind of fallen out of popularity, maybe? I don't... uh, I feel like that's not how people... People don't think of the long game. That's not how this world works. You you get the money while it's hot. What are you talking about? Well, that's what I mean. By the time they spin it up and realize, oh, this could be a cool thing to make stuff for, it would have been too late for them. Hmm. Oh, I think they could have. They could have still did something. I think it's still there because what people wouldn't give a damn about that theme park. I mean, I mean, I don't know what people do. Honestly, I feel but like they don't. Like, I feel like, like honestly, I'm oh. very surprised by them actually doing that. But me too. It's just another I, theme I, I park, just, and you know, it, it's it's a cool environment. But I don't think anybody really has much affinity for it actually being the Avatar place. They're not going there like. Harry Potter world where they're like, I just want to experience yeah. the world of, you know, Pandora. Harry po- because, yeah, because Harry Potter, it's, you had the books, movies, you have content. Yeah, absolutely. Avatar, you just had the movie. Yep. That's it. One movie that kind of came and went. Yeah, even though a lot of people saw it, but they, they lo- a lot of people saw it in condensed time. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, it wasn't like, oh, people were watching it for years and years. No, they watched it. It was popular for that time. Of that this time, a whole bunch of people were in it, into it, and then, like you said, moving on. And yeah, I'm like you, like you said, I, I was surprised that they made that thing for us. I, but then I was thinking, like, well, I only talk to people who's into this stuff, so it could be there's some, maybe there is a big thing of Avatar lovers, and they're probably like, oh my god, this is my dream. It's happened. I didn't mm-hmm. kill myself. Oh, At least I thank God I killed myself back then. That's what I kept hearing about people killing suicide because they go, couldn't go a Pandora. They held off <laughs> and now they got their Pandora. But anyway, the game I'm I'm interested in it because, like I said, the game of that world just don't get all mushy with me. That's all I care. Um, <laughs> don't give me about like love, love the animals and blah blah blah. Don't, don't give connect me your braid with uh, more animals, please. Well, well, no, I don't mind connecting the braid stuff. You can you can get the sex stuff and things like not, that. And um, not with the other animals. I can have braid, some braid, some braid orgies. <laughs> going to, oh, you see, <laughs> don't connect it to your dragon anymore, please. Oh, but but it's not. I don't think it's sexual at that point. Oh, okay. Maybe it's like 
a different kind of twist you gotta do. I in, mean, in maybe, like, but that it very much feels like okay. Here's my flaccid penis, Dominic. Don't take offense to this. It's not <laughs> sexual. It's just how we shake hands now. Yeah. Exactly. Is that it for Ubisoft Fort? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, after that was the Devolver Digital Show. Did you watch this one? Because it was more entertainment than games. I feel like I kind of fast forward just to see the games. Because yeah. I mean. Not that I didn't. I mean, they're usually all funny. I just wasn't in that mood. Yeah, uh, to watch it. it. It was entertaining, but it's very okay. much you know the same kind of shtick that they've been doing. Maybe not quite yeah. as much kind of gross out stuff with like people bleeding and heads exploding and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was fine. They kicked that off with Shadow Warrior Three, a pretty long Ooh. gameplay trailer of that that's coming out this year. Yeah, I did year. see that. Uh, it yeah, it very year. much feels like Doom to me, and how quickly paced it is, and how many yeah it does. enemies they're they're fighting, and they've got the grappling hook now, which kind of Doom had just done as well. So, not to say it's not doing its own thing, it still very much feels like one of those Shadow Warrior games, one of those recent ones. But it looks very cool. It definitely looks neat. After that, they showed off Trek to Yami which is a side-scrolling black-and-white game set in, like, a samurai era that's coming out next yeah. year. That looks really cool. Devolver has... It reminds me of, of that other samurai summon game that I played in last year's Idea Xbox. Is that game even out now? I gotta look it up. Yeah, I wonder which one that was. I forgot what it was called, but yeah. yeah. So that looks neat. After that was Wizard with a Gun. That's coming out in 2022. This is what they're calling a co-op sandbox survival game. And as, oh, man, that's going to be competition with um, that witch game exactly. I played, Trigger Witch. <laughs> that's what I, when you were talking about that, I was thinking about this game. Because it's very much wizards, and then all of a sudden they've got guns, and they're fucking mowing people down. Uh, after that was Inscription. This is a deck-building, roguelike, escape room puzzle style psychological horror game it's got a lot of stuff going on very creepy looking that's coming out on pc in 2021 they had a mobile game devolver tumble time which this very much felt like they're kind of like a joke game this year that is going to be a physics-based puzzle game it reminds me of one of those where it's just like a a board and there's just a jumble of things. And then you kind of run your finger over them to make connections of like things. Like it's kind of how like that Pokemon one was that I said was terrible. Um, so hopefully it's better than that. It, it very much feels like a jokey thing though, because like even on their page, their advertising is like, Oh, Hey, you're going to play some of this game and then there are going to be some entertaining ads in it. And then you're going to play some more of this game. It's like, okay. I'm hoping those ads are like not actual ads, but Devolver Digital funny stuff. And then after that, the final one they showed off was Demon Throttle. This is like, it looks like a Game Boy Color game almost, like that style of retro. It's a top-down shooter. It's co-op. There are two players. And this is going to be a physical exclusive for the Nintendo Switch, Dominic. You can order it through Special Reserve. But this is not going to be a game that's coming on the eShop, which is kind of weird. Huh. Especially for a game that seems like maybe kind of a smaller thing. But it looks neat. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, and that's coming out next year, 2022. So that was kind of the Devolver show. They had a. I wonder why they did that. Why? I part of me thinks it's just like weird niche kind of thing. They're like, hey, we're quirky, so we're gonna be quirky. And then I could see it coming, you know, somewhere down the line if it's successful enough and and turns out to be pretty good, showing up on digital things somewhere. I mean that at some point, like digital makes everything so easy for people to play. Like if you actually want to get your game in as many people's hands as possible, like you're going to put it on a digital store at some point they've got to. So it's the law. It's the law. (laughs) Yeah. So that was their show. It was, it was a quick, like 30 or 45 minute thing. So with all the actual like skits and entertainment stuff in between, it was really kind of a, a quick pace thing as far as games go. After that, Dominic, we get into the Microsoft and Bethesda showcase that kicked off with Starfield. We finally know when that's coming out, and I stupidly did not write it on here, but I think it's November of next year. Yeah, it is November next year. November, I'm going to guess 7. It's November 7th, let's see. Come Lucky on, seven. November 7th. November 11th. 11th. I'm technically right. 11-11-22. I will edit this podcast. You can take editing privileges away from you. <laughs> was right the entire time. But yeah, this was just kind of a you know showcase trailer didn't cgi stuff didn't show any gameplay of any sort so what are you feeling from this game dominic what do you expect look i've seen a couple podcasts that have said that they want something more than just skyrim and fallout in space Mm -hmm. where for me is that that's all i want (laughs) so i guess i'm on a different spectrum of those people because they can just do Starfield that is just Fallout and Skyrim and space. Mm. And I will be satisfied. And they will have fulfilled my dreams. But apparently this person wants more. And I'm like, <laughs> what is more? I mean, the only <laughs> thing is- I can think of is that is no bugs, no bugs in the game. <laughs> that that's um like as but like not bugs as in insects. Yeah. I'm talking about like buggy game. Glitchiness. Because that's what it's known for and a lot of bugs, but like the excuses of the bug stuff has got to stop because we're getting games, man, that are like have a lot of stuff and don't have as many, many nearly as many bugs yeah. as Bethesda's games. So that's it. Like for me, I mean, it could add something new. That's nice. I mean, more the better. Like, but I play like this. I'm not demanding it. Yeah. For me, i not demanding it. I can get Starfield in space, even though they said the Outer Worlds is okay, like that. Okay, so yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, if Outer Worlds is basically those games in space, what what would you want different from this? I don't care. It just it'll be a different story okay. than Outer Worlds. I don't mind more Outer Worlds then. Like that. That's I've the thing with me. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I know. But but I'm saying like that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it could be, I don't know what specifically I want different. I mean, but if it's not different, I was, I mean, I will, 
that's like I won't criticize it for that. It's like yeah, it's not different, but I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, like like that. That's that's fine. But it's I'm trying to think of what something I want. Oh well, here's what I want. Uh, well, which Outer Worlds does have? Like I want them to take this from Outer Worlds and other RPGs is that the companionship. Like mm. you have a crew, or you have a partner, like a real partner, not someone like oh. Um, hired hand. We can't. We can't be. We can't be with each other anymore because I want to pick this other guy. No, <laughs> they're gonna be on the ship or something. Right. And like, I want something like almost like a small Star Trek crew. Basically, I want like I want somebody who does things and like who I partner with, who I can talk to, kind of like the Bioware games yeah. have choices and stuff and things of that nature. I want love interest, like a real love interest, baby, man, woman, alien. Yeah. Alien too. Um, and a pet. I want something like an alien pet. I would like um, a dog version of an alien though, or something <laughs> like that. And or and I want an R2-D2. I want an R2-D2 robot that does beep boop 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 <laughs> and, um, and like I can understand it like the beeps, even though it makes sense how you understand that stuff, and and I want a C three PO, like a a, a a pussy bot, and who's always scared of stuff and things of that nature. And then, yep, I want things like that. That's what I want. That's what I want. Right. I mean, there's other things I can want too, but that's what I can think of right now. So it's character uh, stuff. What else? You want a lot of character. Yeah, yeah, that's what I really want. Because the gameplay, I mean, gameplay for Fallout. And Skyrim. Well, Fallout is I, I like the gameplay better mm-hmm. than Skyrim's, but I wasn't. That's not the big part of the game. Like I don't care because it's always the it's always the world and the characters that I only care about. Anyway, so that stuff can suck. So you say, oh, it sucks. Say, yeah, it does. It kind of does. But I, I'm a. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> uh, I just want to get to the part where we start conversations. Like I don't hate it though. I never hate the battles. But maybe they can make it better. Maybe they can make the fighting better. Uh, if that's where I will enjoy it. Uh, maybe that's what I hope for is that the battle system is better. I I don't mind it to still have vats though. I wouldn't mind still having vats mm-hmm. in this world because I do like that. Yeah, especially um, if they stuff. don't like improve the shooting gameplay anymore. Hope yeah, exactly. I mean, Outer World still had that. Oh, that's that true. was yeah. really what Bethesda had. So. They had that. Uh, well, I, I don't. I forgot what it was called. What it was called for their world, but yeah, I and I also oh, I do want this. You can travel in your spaceship to another planet. You don't. I mean, you can choose to fast travel if you want to. Much if you if you traveled yourself there, just mm-hmm. like you do in the previous games. But I don't want to be like, hey, pick this planet and load screen. Gotcha. Like the outer worlds does. I wanted to be that I can fly, I can go to hyperspace, we go in, and we get there. Yeah, that'd and be I can cool. do stuff on a ship too while we're in hyperspace. Like mm-hmm. I can walk around as a boopadoo <laughs> and do stuff. It's like I gotta use the bathroom. And um, but yeah, things like that. And I also want some ship battles. I hope they oh. can do some ship battles or things of that nature happen. I want it to be because since it's like a Fallout game, you can be different things. And what if I just want to be a pirate? And just like steal stuff from other ships, a smuggler, or just smuggle things, or uh, a slaver. Oh my! Like I get that choice. 
I get the choice. <laughs> like, like I just, I just sell the slaves. Now you're just talking about yeah, evil online, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'll just like I'll or I work for a slaver. Like, say, oh, we can save us, or we can sell these slaves and get money. I say, hmm, how much money? How much? And that was like how this. many credits? <laughs> I mean, I probably always choose against that just because of that's just how I am. Yeah. Or oh, I had to close my eyes and hit the yes button. So it's like, oh, I don't know what I did. Um, but I just, terrible consequences. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I and I, yeah, I just want a big open world with choices. You know, like they have their own brotherhood of not the brotherhood of steel. Well, brotherhood of steel, like the space version, mm. space marines, I guess. Warhammer. There you go. Space uh, marines. Uh, <laughs> or they could have. The the Dark Brotherhood, I think that's the Skyrim one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they could have something like some evil, yeah, um, space pirate thing or something, or people evil people who believe in this stuff. Like uh, we believe in killing people who don't believe like us, who don't believe in the the God of the universe. So I don't know something they believe in, and you go kill them or something. Um, maybe they got something that's like a. Jedi, but not really a Jedi. Something, some special power beings who space are space wizards. Yeah, something like that. There's some superior, or don't, or they're not superior, or they think they're superior. There's a dark side, light side, maybe. So I don't know. But yeah, I just wanted a space adventure. That's what I want, and I want. Yes, that's what I want. I want to live uh, that life. Yeah. So what did you want? I mean, I think my expectations have always just been that is Fallout or uh, Skyrim in space, basically. Um, I I could see it being a more kind of down-to-earth, ironically enough, uh, kind of thing instead of not so fantastical as Outer Worlds was. And I think yeah. more like space comedic styling stuff. You know, a more serious I, I just, take on it. I'm sorry. Like, I, it was real quick. Because um, the way they showed that trailer off was, that did look more down to earth. Yeah, that it ship feels very much like, oh, hey, those are just the guys going to the moon or something, right? So, yeah, yeah, I'm interested. I saw some people talking about there being like a reflection of Tamriel or whatever the, uh, like, Oblivion, Skyrim, Morrowind continent is. And... I mean, honestly, that could be really a really interesting route to go if you're just basically taking that world into space in a way. Like you see kind of familiar races and creeds and whatnot, but they're going on this, you know, galactic adventure kind of thing. That would be that is weird. Odd. And yeah, you know, because especially because you look no, at I mean, them, like a good weird. Yeah. But because you look at them and you're you're seeing them as very much like archaic and it's all swords and shields and old timey, you know, dark ages type stuff. But kind of fast forwarding that to a more modern era where they're developing rockets and stuff, I think would just be a really cool world to to explore. So, and then it'll be like if you meet other see other worlds. Well, they think you're weird because your world's full of all these different type of creatures right. who are, who are sorry. While while their world is like, hey, we're just all one set of creatures here. Y'all come up with a world, y'all, 
all different. Yeah, turns out we're the or, aliens or, after all, Doc. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or they could say that, or maybe they change it, Daniel, where one race did survive. Like they killed it, they killed all the races mm. off in the future. The human race survived, or or the elven race survived, or something. Yeah. I mean, I doubt they do that. I'm just joking, but um, like, but I'd be uh crazy if that could be like a choice or something like that. Like, hey, pick your race, and that's the race that took over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tamriel. like that. They, they just they just killed everybody, and then now they're just there. Yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's it for me for that one. Okay. All right, Dominic. After that, we got Halo stuff. They there was a rumor before that we had previously talked about about the Halo Infinite multiplayer being free, and that appears to be the case. Um, I I was talking to you about this after that announcement, and I haven't gotten a chance to look and see. But what exactly does free mean? Like, can you play that game without Xbox Live then, or do you still require Xbox Live? Because, you know, like I told you, I kind of tie those that and Game Pass together at this point, which has also seemed like kind of the direction that Microsoft was trying to push people when they've raised the prices for Xbox Live and immediately backtracked on that. But I wonder now, if that means... Just, I just assume... Can you play any game with that Xbox Live? Oh, they, they did. The free-to-play yeah, ones, right? Yeah, they started updating them so like Final Fantasy and whatnot, you could do that with... Okay, and that one—that's when you play the service. Yeah. But um, pay the service, I should say. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. But I'm gonna—I'm just gonna say yes, talking about my ass. Um, <laughs> and then if they turn out to be like no, then I'm gonna say they lied to me. Okay, so uh, but I have no—yeah, I, I have no idea what that means. But let's just go by what they say is free, and that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it looks That's like awesome. they haven't answered it yet because I looked it up and on the Halo Waypoint forum, somebody asked that exact question. So don't don't downmind the news of free Halo, Daniel. <laughs> well, you'll still get free Halo, Dominic, in uh, the form of Game Pass, which is sort of free. So yeah, I mean they they showed off the multiplayer stuff. They talked a little bit about Halo itself. What do you think? Is any happier than before? Still the same? Just excited to see it coming out this for, year. For me, it's the same. Which I'm, I'm okay. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not that big Halo multiplayer guy, hardcore guy. Where I'm like, oh, last see last year sucks. What I didn't like was the whole loot box stuff. Yeah. I, I didn't like that. But as far as just playing the game, it was fine to me. But I see that Halo fanatics are excited. For what they see, oh, that's good. That for what they seen, they they really like. They say, "Oh, this feels looks like old school Halo," and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> if you, if guys you say so. so." Yeah, I'm just happy. You're happy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's cool. So I'm glad that those fans look like they're going back to the well, like what people love, which I th- think. I kind of expect it from what they've been doing with the Halo collection, mm. the remastered collection, uh, because what they've been doing there as far as updating like that game, um, like that game is totally different from what it was when it initially released, and it's so much better. So I think, I think they see how well people like 
and like to play, so they really know where to go from there. Yeah. So, so that's why I have high hopes for this one, this game. Yeah. And I'm excited for the story of this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to see the Monkey Man. <laughs> I, uh, oh, that, that'll, that'll be awesome. They should still have him in there. Absolutely. Should still have that one. Like everybody's gonna look better, but they better have still that face. That would be great, actually, if they just had one specific guy that's like, oh yeah, that's Trevor over there. He's just messed up yeah. looking. Yeah, and that's coming holiday twenty twenty one. They didn't give a definitive date on that, and I was surprised by that. I, yeah, I guess are they trying to wait till Call of Duty say what they're going to do, or or maybe I don't know. Like what? Yeah. Why? What's stopping them? Yeah, to having a date here. Are they apprehensive about actually being able to finish it by then? I can't help but wonder. Can't help but wonder, Dominic. It has been a year since it was supposed to release, so hopefully they're done by now. But guess we'll find out. All right. After that, they talked a bit about games that are coming to Game Pass, but they had a, a wonderful trailer for Yakuza Like a Dragon and said, like, hey, this is on Game Pass now. So check it out. So that's yes. pretty cool. And it awesome. had all the the funkiness in the trailer. Like they they hadn't really oh, advertised definitely. it that way previously. Like it's funny the dichotomy that you see with the, those Yakuza games because a lot of times you see like the stern faces and the very like Yakuza straightness to it. But then you tell me about all the stuff like guys in diapers and things like that. And yeah, and it's in this trailer, so I'm guessing yep. you're gonna see those guys in diapers again. Yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Might even get be able to team up with one or something down. So. But this game seems like it's lighthearted in the main story too mm-hmm. than yeah, the more so other Yakuza than, games. Yeah, yeah, more so than those. Like, well, he is. He's definitely is the uh, the main mm-hmm. character. So it. Yeah, this this game looks like it's gonna be a ton of fun. Yeah, I, I guess I can start playing it now since I finished Dragon Age. Yeah, nice. All right, we saw after that Somerville. This is a game coming from Jump Ship, which is a new studio created from the former CEO of Play Dead. It looks very much like an Inside or a. Uh, why do I always blank when I go to Inside Dominic? What's the other one? Limbo. Limbo. Thank you. Yes. looks very much like one of those games, a stylized side-scrolling puzzle game. This one you appear to be playing is a family of three, and you seem to just be kind of trying to survive an apocalypse or an alien yeah, invasion it, or the, something The kid like that. looks like he's a baby. Like, he's a very young kid mm-hmm. anyway. Like, just maybe learn to walk or something. Yeah. And that... I can just imagine the deaths that will happen <laughs> with that kid. It, it's going to be gory. It's going to be traumatizing, but a lot of fun. I mean, the funny thing about that is like, <laughs> we were kind of joking about that before the podcast, but now like thinking about it in both of those games in limbo and in inside, you're playing is what seems like a very young character and those deaths are happening to them. So it actually wouldn't be out of the ordinary for that to possibly oh, yeah. happen. That's true. Oh, that's wrong. Just seeing somebody in diapers that kind of, kind of just like, but it'll be yeah, like stylized and in shadow or something, right? So you won't just see him like get his head chopped off. All right, but yeah, this game looks looks it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it's very cool. That's coming and out next year. Apparently, and we also just found out like, I guess there was a falling out between the. CEOs of it seems like it because like a jump ship like it just sounds like he's throwing shade through his studio name yeah 
So I hope whatever Play Dead comes out with next is just as interesting as Limbo and Inside were. But yeah, it's it's a bit concerning there. There's definitely some some drama happening there. So after that was Contraband. This is an open world smuggling game from the guys who made Just Calls. It, it has very Just Calls vibe to it. What'd you think of that one? I I don't remember it, Dan. I, I let me look it up real quick. So it was that. I mean, I that I remember the name. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I remember the name, but I just don't remember what exactly I saw. Yeah, it's fine because I feel exactly the same way. To be honest with you, like I remember seeing a thing that made me go, "Oh yeah, that looks like Just Cause." But outside of that, and maybe some druggy stuff. Oh, that's what it was because it was, it didn't really have a gameplay thing. It was just that trailer going through the room and stuff. So yeah, there's, there's not much to that. Um, yeah. After that, we got slime rancher too. That looks like more slime rancher, Dominic. Yes. I know you love that game. You, you're the only one I know who played it. Yeah. Right? It was you played a little bit of it, cute, but it didn't really have like an objective that I ever figured out. So I just, it didn't really pull me into much of anything after that was atomic hearts. Dominic, this one just had a fucking crazy ass trailer because the visuals and like the music that we're playing were just didn't line up at all. It seems like they just kind of threw these things together and it just seems like this weird, almost like Chernobyl kind of thing or almost like the, um, What's the one we were playing last year? That kind of vibe to it. Oh, um, the uh, Singularity. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And I feel like this is a game we've talked about in the past or I've read about for a while now that I thought was a VR game for some reason. But yeah, it's, it seems neat. Seems like a really cool kind of weird environment. So um, I'm I'm kind of anticipating that one. Kind of waiting to see what, what shakes out there. All right. After that, Dominic, we got Psychonauts 2. We got an official release date now. We got August 25th. It's happening. They showed off some more gameplay of that. I'm excited. What do you think? I think... I don't know what I'm thinking, Daniel. All right. <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, I pretend. Okay. I didn't look because I was looking at the trailer. I told my car. Gotcha. All right. So, Psychonauts 2. Yeah. I. It looks good. I mean, I can't wait to get my hands on it to finally play it. It's like now I almost wish that uh, this game came out years ago because seeing Ratchet and Clank, I'm like, darn, this game. Yeah, it's not. I ain't going to say it's going to look like Ratchet King, but it could look better. Yeah. You you tell this is a game that is definitely started last development gen. elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still want to play this. Still want to get my hands on it. And man, it does. It mean just the the style, artistic styling of it. Because I love that look from the first one. Mm-hmm. And seeing this, the seeing the, the craziness of these dreams is going to be. And I keep saying I'm going to play play the first one again. Uh, maybe I will. 
Well, we'll see what happens. It definitely makes but, me want to go back and revisit that. But also, I feel like that game is kind of of that time that maybe the camera controls don't feel very good yeah. anymore. Maybe, I, maybe I'll just watch the video on YouTube <laughs> of somebody playing it. Yeah. And just getting that story going. Because, yeah, that, that, that game was... I was surprised how much I liked that game. I, mean, I was like, Darn, this is a nice, cool story. And it's fun to play. It's actually like the gameplay is fun and it's weird. Like it's cool concept. You go on people's dreams. Man, that was that was cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Dominic, after that was Forza Horizon five. Yes, we're skipping skipped over motorsport. Going to Mexico. Doing the big thing. Very exciting, Dominic. They know where it's at. It's like, man, we can't just be driving in circles or, I mean, <laughs> in the loop. But Pretty we got to have a world, baby. Yes. Yeah. It, it looks it looks gorgeous. Yeah, it does. It's coming out November 9th this year, too. So it's not that far away. No, man. Like, the Mexico. Like, it's like the volcano. One time you ride around and... Like the cities in Mexico, I mean, it it, it <laughs> looks so beautiful, man. The beaches, it yeah, it just looks, man. I just want to get my hands on it. Yeah, and it also great. makes me like ah, I gotta Halo Horizon. I'm sorry, I say Halo. Forza Horizon Three is still not on Game Pass. That's crazy. And I keep saying like I'm just gonna go buy it. Yeah. Is that also the one that they took like all the DLC down from or something though too? No, no, that's the no. that's the Hot, Hot Wheels one. That was one. four. Four. They took they took away the DLC. They took the DLC for somebody down, and I can't remember which one it was. I thought it was three for some reason. Maybe. Uh, you, I mean, if it is, then I know not to get it then. <laughs> yeah. Because I, well, I want the Hot Wheels. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because the four was the Lego stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, which not not quite as good. Love me some Legos, but in the racing world, Hot Wheels is king, Dominic. Oh yeah, yeah. Or make me make us micro machines one. Yeah, now small we're talking. Something. Get that fast talking <laughs> dude. Is he still alive? Yeah, and then like your super small cars in like a big world or something like that. All right, Dominic, after that, we got Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. That got a, a release date that's coming out April 28th, 2022. Gives me Metro vibes. Yes, very much. Actually, so. I never, oh, I guess I should have said Metro gave me Stalker vibes, <laughs> but I never played Stalker. I never knew what kind of game that was. Yeah. Uh, I always thought survival horror first person, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it is somewhat horror-like. I mean, Metro is, yeah. too. I just kind of, I'm. I forced myself to play through Metro though, like, it, I because it was a cool game and it it wasn't super it wasn't so scary that I just couldn't get through it. Mm-hmm. But it had those jump scares. It did have those jump scares that gives me nightmares. But Stalker looks like it could be even more sinister. Yeah. Than that. Uh, but it looks good though. It looks good, and that tra- that was a good trailer. That was a good trailer they did mm-hmm. with them, and like it, they're all speaking Russian too. They didn't do the whole Russian accent speaking English, <laughs> which I don't mind. Yeah, that's not, but but I mean, this give it realism. Like some people like that, uh, though. If that's what the game is, it's kind of hard because I got to keep look at the subtitles. I mean, yeah, the subtitles, but not really look at the game. Yeah. That's the problem. 
Yeah, I wonder what this is, because that first game is very much like an early PC shooter where there's like elements of inventory management and kind of more of a survival game, like as we know them now, kind of mechanics to it, where it's like, oh, I have to make sure I have enough water and I have enough, uh, you know, things to keep almost, well, Metro is kind of like that too, where you needed filters for your air thing or whatever, right? Yeah. In the early games, at least. Um, yeah, yeah and, and this one like you did too. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, because even being in certain areas, it's too much radiation. Mm. Um, in the in the last game, but it was more, you know, uh, you're above ground, so yeah. Like there were some parts that was just good that you didn't need it. Gotcha. But yeah, so they, so I guess it Metro really did take a lot from Stalker. Like they, that was uh, that had to be inspired. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, even though it's, it's based off a book. But the gameplay mechanics mm. had to be like some of what Stalker did. Yeah. I mean, that just kind of seemed like a trend. We we won't talk about them really, but like during the PC show and some of the like future gaming shows, some of those ancillary shows, not from publishers, there were just like it was a trend. Like there was either your co op shooter kind of thing or your Chernobyl like, which I think there was even a game called Chernobyl like or something. Yeah, it's called Chernobyl Light. Yeah, like L I T E. Right. Yeah, yeah. there's actually called Chernobyl Light. It's just like that's gonna so be a genre. Exactly. <laughs> that's like, little, that's gonna... Is it a shooter? But you also have to manage your radiation level. All right, then it's a Chernobyl Light. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I guess speaking of that, those kind of uh, trends that we saw, Back for Blood. That got a little bit of a trailer there because they were announcing that when it comes out on October 12th, it is launching on Game Pass, Dominic. Yes. Praise Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that means that opens me wallet up so I can probably test the waters on another game. Yeah. Probably that, uh, the game we mentioned before. The Rainbow Six Extraction, mm. that's what it is. There was that one. There was also that, like, Space What was 70s the previous one? title of the Rainbow Six game? Quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. yeah, that's right, yeah. And then we all got tired of being in quarantine, so they were like, yeah, ah, Yeah, they, they do. do yep. They had to change. Do you think that's why they changed the name? 100%. Oh, wow. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess that's... <laughs> yeah. That would be like if they were like, it's Rainbow Six Pandemic. Like, yeah, this is just not going to work in this yeah. world, don't so, all right. After that one, Dominic, we had Shredders. It's a no, new snowboarding game. And this is yeah, very not what I thought it was. the opposite of <laughs> Riders Republic. It is very bland looking and it really unfortunate is. in like, a lot of ways. And the, hey, it's on Game Pass. So, like, that's the only reason I would try this. But looking at it, it must be the mechanics. The mechanics guy feels something great because the look of it is like you said very bland yeah uh i mean it looks better than what it was on looks better than a ps2 storyboarding game or something but yeah. it's like darn you can't even make it I, I don't know man i mean i guess realistically yes snow those places aren't very like no definition it's just a bunch of snow right yeah. <laughs> you know you just know you do but that's why you have to add Oops. like colorful characters or grinding yeah. bars and stuff like an ssx that makes it a little cooler right and, and you better oh bring up some 
fonts or something like or like words that yeah. pop up say awesome <laughs> like this is great like you 200 2000 points you did a ollie or something like that you, absolutely give some texture some excitement yeah like i just want those things to pop up on the screen yeah. but yeah this, this didn't is very really like do it surgical and uh sterile yeah very much like and also when I think of shredders, I think of the shredder. Um, so I was thinking like, there's multiple shredders in this game. That would be pretty cool. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles snowboarding. Now we're talking, or just go back to snowboard kids. Also, like the name shredders to me implies like a stylized thing like that. I think even the logo kind of feels like that because doesn't it have like graffiti? over like the word shredder or something like that. But the game I forget what it is. very much was like, just not that <laughs> it was just like, oh, here's somebody snowboarding very, very slowly. And maybe and it, it is. And they just had a horrible trailer. Maybe. I, I don't maybe. know. Yeah. Oh, not horrible. I, I should say it's boring. Yeah, yeah. It was, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> it might not have been horrible, but yeah, it was definitely boring. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. All right, Dominic, after that was Sea of Thieves. They're getting an update on July or July, June 22nd, and it is adding Jack Frickin' Sparrow of Pirates of the Caribbean with a relatively yes. convincing uh, Johnny Depp voice. Probably the same guy who did the Kingdom Hearts one. Probably. No, that was just Johnny Depp. They, they got him for that. Oh, they did. No, they. I don't think they did. That on they did. Yeah. So, what do you think? I, it's it's got some story stuff here. It's kind of what we were looking for out of a out of a Sea of Thieves update. Yeah, yeah. It it looks good, and, and I, I just want. I wish the the update was going to say like, "Hey, you have computer companions. You have some." Um, that was the word I'm looking for, Daniel. The. Uh, AI, AI hmm. companions. Gotcha. That will be on the ship with you yeah. if you don't have people to play with. Help me bail out that so water play the that's game. getting in the bottom of this boat because I ran into a rock. Yeah, exactly. Like I would not mind playing. Like I want to playing the game without the Johnny Depp stuff, but I really want to try it out with that stuff. But if it's still, I have to partner with people. I don't have nobody right. to play a game like. You this. don't have a lot of other people excited to play Sea of Thieves with you. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I really wish there was some kind of single-player component mm-hmm. to the game that I could still enjoy myself. At all? I, I believe there is, but then I have to talk to strangers. Yeah. And I'm afraid of them, Daniel. I mean, you should be. It's it's the internet, I'm scared much. they're going to say something. They will. They're Don't gonna you trigger me. They're going to trigger me. They 100% <laughs> All right, Dominic, after that was Far Cry 6. We mentioned that already as part of Ubisoft, but this actually showed some more gameplay, which was kind of a stark uh, like difference between the very serious tone that they showed at Ubisoft and then one here, it was just like guns blazing, tearing shit to the ground, setting stuff on fire. The actual gameplay you would kind of expect out of out of this, you know. Yeah. But very very yeah, it looks like it looks like it'd be fun it's yeah, just that absolutely. far cry is it was a game it's a game that i mean i beat four i didn't beat three i play a lot of three mm. uh i played some of five but it seemed like it's just a game that i wish 
there was some the structure to make it so I don't get bored fast. Right. Like like I have fun, but then I get to a point where, all right, this is too much the same. Um, getting a little bored, and that's why I, I think I stopped at three. Yeah. And I kind of just forced myself through four. I mean, not really forced myself. I had fun. But I think I said, hey, I'm just going to finish this game. Yeah. I'm going like to finish this game. Those early ones, it was kind of the yeah. novelty to it of like, oh, look how big this world is. I'm going to explore everything. And then as you get to especially like five, it's like, oh, this is just more of the same kind of stuff I've been doing for the last four games. Because you also had Primal in there, which was kind of different at least. Yeah. Yeah, which primal I never tried. Um, the one with five I never tried. The oh yeah, they did. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that completely. Where you play as like the twins or whatever. Yeah, the, like post-apocalypse type stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's another one. I think that was maybe there was only two. Yeah, I think that was it. Besides like Blood Dragon and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dominic, after that, 12 minutes. So we've seen this game before. That's the one where you're, like, hanging out in the apartment with your partner, and then all of a sudden somebody busts in the door, and you're, like, reliving the last 12 minutes uh, trying to trying to make things better so your your partner doesn't end up dead or in jail or whatever crazy circumstances. But, you know, it's going to have James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley as the voices, so that's cool. Got some serious Hollywood talent. That's coming yeah. out August 19th, so we'll see that relatively soon. After that was a trailer for The Outer Worlds 2, which showed absolutely nothing, but was was pretty humorous. It kind of poked fun it was a at humorous one. some of those other games. Um, I know some people took it as that, like, hey, don't you hate when games, or is it like, they win, like, I forgot what you said, something like, games do this, just things of that nature. It's like, yeah, but you're doing it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, that, there is an element of that all the time where it's like, we're making fun of the thing that other games do while also doing that thing. Yeah. But, but I mean, I don't care. Uh, like, did it split? I mean, like, but I will agree with somebody say, did it need to show this? Like, if they really had nothing, mm. did they have to show? I guess they have to show that they're working on it. Uh, but. Nah, I mean, I guess just so people know, like, hey, it's coming, so at least I know it's there. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's cool. Just know it's there. Know that they're actually oh, working talk on a- an RPG instead of just that. Uh, well, they've got that other one that they're working on, but. The Grounded. Just Grounded. Well, but, yeah. but Grounded, is, did they talk about that at E3? Or that was somewhere else where they talked, mentioned it? I'm trying to think. I want to say it was at E3 that they had, they had talked about that. Or was it. Yeah, because think, I saw something where it's it like a little bit, right? After, like it, it, they showed you, uh, it was a new, a new uh, creature or something, uh, wasn't there? Creature, yeah. yeah. And they said, "Oh, look, just look at it in um, arachophobia mode." Oh, it still looks looks a little scary. <laughs> where was that at? That was that the E three? That must have been at this one. Because I don't. And why did you have even, it up here then? Because I don't. I think that game's trash. <laughs> That's why I don't. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, th- I think it, it must have been at this one. Yeah, the Xbox one, I I had a lot of the stuff, but then I think I ended up running out of time before adding it, so I just kind of looked at websites to get some of the rest of it's it. It's called the Shroom and Doom update. That's what it was, yeah. Just get high on shrooms and then get attacked by spiders, Dominic. 
Like, I see guy, like, a dude with some knight, look like a knight in shine armor. Well, like, I think he made it out of probably uh, some bug shells or something. <laughs> but, uh, it's, but yeah, this game, I mean, Grounded looks cool. Like, yeah. I see kids probably having fun. I mean, not adults too, but going in here, having fun in this gaming world, like, doing things. It's just that survival element is not a big thing for me. Yeah. But, but I was nice to see this arachnophobia because I never looked at what arachnophobia mode looked like. So that's what they really do. Just make it look like a blob. (laughs) (laughs) That's good for people that, you know, can't deal with spiders. Yeah. I need to do something like that that. for um, Resident Evil. (laughs) Uh, Me, you just scared of everything. Yep. (laughs) It's blob mode. Yeah, just be like nothing. Like, you. Yo, like, wherever something's about to jump out at, this would be a warning. It's like, warning. Something's about to jump out. So, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> it's a you get to a point where that warning pop-up scares you. You're like, ah! Yeah. It's all the warning. It's all Slightly <laughs> vibrates your controller a little bit. But then you're like, uh, I don't... It's coming. When is it coming? <laughs> I don't want to... Yeah. And then you get paralyzed, Dominic. You get paralyzed by your fears. You have to overcome them. <laughs> All right, Dominic. Next up, we got Flight Simulator. That's coming to Xbox Series X. So you can play that there as well as some fighter jet stuff because they're teaming up with Top Gun. That oh, seems yeah. Pretty cool. So now you can shoot down planes in Flight Simulator. I don't think so. No. <laughs> so that's the thing right is like it's cool the jets are in there now but you're just you're just playing as jets instead of big planes well, I that's guess. what they do anyway yeah. they don't shoot each other I guess that's they just true. do what bf flash shows those, those slides <laughs> they should they should and have over, missions over, for that like here yeah. fly over wrestlemania zoom yeah exactly wrestlemania or sporting event or something like that yeah oh. and then if you want to do it right you're out of sync with the, the other ones he's like boo <laughs> exactly like boo or like at WrestleMania where there was like one plane and it was like, really? That's all you got? It was the it was the saddest flyover I've ever seen, Donnie. They were six feet apart or something. All right. I still haven't looked up to see what it looks like if you when you try to crash. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up while you all talk right. about it. I'm pretty ones. sure it's just like oh nope, this isn't working for you anymore. Restart. All right, Dominic. This last one was kind of their big announcement for the show. It's the new game from Arcane Studios, which are the guys who did Dishonored and Prey. And uh-huh. much following the uh, the trend, a co-op shooter, what looked like four people. But this time you're fighting vampires. It's called Redfall. What'd you think? Redfall. Now, at first, I wasn't that big sold on it. But at the, I mean, it's made by Arcane Studios, so mm-hmm. I think I should. Yeah, I give it a chance, Dominic. T- chance, yeah. And it might be a game I really like, too. Um, I mean, because I didn't think about it. I didn't think about who made it. I was just, mm-hmm. like, looking at it, and I was like, ah. You were saying to me, sh- like, kind of the world. vibe and the way the characters were talking to each other was kind yeah, of what yeah, was putting Yeah, it was like Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, ah, uh, not really into that. But, but you know what? I think that can grow here. on me. <laughs> yeah. that can grow on me so and you know what the open world shooter i guess is like could be like left for dead in a way but 
I just don't want to be survival. Yeah. I don't want to be survival. I just want to be fun. Like, I want to be fun and cool, but don't do a stay, stay of decay. Mm. I don't really want that. I want something more zany. Or if you're going to do that, it's simple. Like, it's so simple that I'm not going to be, like, really thinking about it. Like, ah, uh, do I need to? Um, build this or something. Yeah. If they do have have that, check it with the, this in the gun game. or this gun. This yes. one's slightly more powerful in DPS, but it's slower. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah or like level up stuff. Like I just want to pick up weapons. Just let me pick up weapons, and it's, it'd be a lot of weapons, but I, I pick up what I want to use. But yeah, but you have you have certain powers. So I'm guessing you might have this little level up system, kind of how you do in Dishonored. Mm. I mean, just all games do, but something that's simple. You know, like hey, I pick this, I want this. Bam. Yeah. And I hope it's jump in, jump out, at least in a way. Or at least as fun as Borderlands. Like, make it just as fun as Borderlands is. And, yeah, I mean, I'll be good. But it, it's, it's interesting. And they're taking it to vampires. You know, it's not zombies or nothing, but vampires take over. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I guess vampires are trying to make a comeback, Daniel. They're making yeah. a comeback. Absolutely. So, yeah, that was kind of the close of the show after they kind of shut everything down. They were also like, we're making an Xbox mini fridge because that's kind of been yeah. a joke for a while now. But they're doing it. I haven't seen a price or a release date on that thing. But it's happening, Dominic. So that's fun. All right. I found it, Daniel. Yes. Daniel, you can get right to the ground and it'll just stop and say you crash. You won't <laughs> see a crash. Of course. Yeah. They can't let you do that. Dominic. Damn it. Damn, I want to just crash. You want to see the airplane fly into millions of pieces? Yeah, I mean nobody's in there, and nobody's on the ground really. I, just, <laughs> I don't like. I want to see people like like fall burn out and something like that. I just want to see. Want to see the what it is fly. like crashing? What a plane look like crashing straight down to the ground? What would I that look like? You gotta go to YouTube to watch those videos, Dominic. Nah, that's horrible. Yeah, you don't want to do that because then there are people involved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Real rough. All right, Dominic. After that, we had Square's presentation, which kicked off with a game that we didn't know was really happening. I think we talked a little bit about maybe there being rumors around this, but uh, a Guardians of the Galaxy game. And they showed quite a bit of this game. Basically, like... Half of their entire presentation was about this game. Um, and it, it's a big surprise. Yeah, it looks interesting. Like the character hmm. models are a little weird. They all kind of look a little bit off. I, I like Gamora's because it's more of the comic book style with kind of the yellow around the eyes and that look as opposed to the movie. Um, because you don't like black women, I understand. <laughs> Yes, that's what it is. I don't like the look mm-hmm. of Zoe Saldana. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like Peter Quill's design looks very just like generic blonde douchebag guy. And Rocket looks... Rocket is like... I don't know. It's a, Norse, a Norseman. <laughs> he's a got Norse, a braided a Norse, little a Norse weird situation. <laughs> um, but he's weird because it feels like everyone now is just trying to imitate that voice from the movies. And I don't know if that's just kind of the way Rocket is always supposed what? to have sounded. See, see, the first voice I ever heard of Rocket was a British guy. Or, from the, or maybe Australian. From the, the I don't game, know. right? Marvel vs. Capcom, probably. 
Yeah, that in a cartoon. Oh, okay. But yeah, but now they're trying to do like that accent that that what's his face has been doing in the And movies. that's what this game somebody said it should just be called James Gunn Galaxy of the Guardians because <laughs> everybody always wants to do the soundtrack thing like James Gunn does. Yeah, I'm like, oh, very, so yeah, that's very much just music focused. What this is now. Yeah, and, and we talked about this a little bit, but it it feels like a lot of that is just oh, this is what people associate with the Guardians of the Galaxy. But in reality, like especially those comics are so far reaching that you know half these characters have been replaced multiple times over, and you could you could do it almost like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance or X Men kind of thing with this game where. There's like a shit ton of different characters, but that's one of the, my issues with this game is it's a four player game where you only play as one player. So what they did, like for Marvel's Avengers, they went the route of games of service, destiny style play. And people were like, and this is not what I want from a Marvel Avengers game. Yeah. Then they, okay, I mean, of course they were making this, we didn't even know about. Right. But they made the Guardians of the Galaxy game, and then I guess they went the whole opposite route, but they made a single player. <laughs> it's a hard it's backtrack. Like, they were like, oh, people didn't want like, that, well, we're going to make it a single player. But there are yeah. four characters on screen at a time. Well, yeah. I know you don't like playing as multiple characters, so you're only playing as Peter Quill. <laughs> Yeah. Now, I don't think they did it like that because how I don't, the game production usually takes a little longer, I'm assuming. But but it's just that I don't mind playing with multiple, like having multiple people be able to play. I just want the games of service. Yeah. It's stuff. That's what it was. Uh, I want the option of like somebody joining, you know, making a game that's fun to play with other people, action mm-hmm. game. But I mean, if it's a, it tells to be a good game, then fine. It's a good single player experience. That that's that's fine. That I hope it's a great game, like the Spider Man games, or at least Spider Man games are really great. I mean, at least a good game, yeah. better than what the Avengers was. Uh, the game they had there, uh, being the Avengers story was fine. Mm-hmm. I think it's just all the other stuff that's around it that really makes it. People just don't like it, and what I didn't like. I mean, I hope this game. Turns out to be pretty good and fun, uh, and maybe I'll test it out, try it out. But even if it plays like the Avengers game, the, the Avengers game, eh, it was iffy on yeah. the gameplay front. I hope it's better in this game. Hopefully it's more refined in that aspect, and it's and- very, yeah, and it's very similar to what the Telltale game is with the choices and stuff like that. Yeah, which concerns me a little bit because those games weren't very good. Well, was it, it? They weren't good because of the choices. I was gonna say, but I guess it wasn't really the choices that 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 probably was the better aspect of it, and why I continued to play it. It was really every. It was the packaging of that. Like, yeah, the character models were terrible. the The acting was okay, but I don't recall it being particularly great. And the gameplay stuff just felt outdated at that point, yeah. which yeah, it was. at least this, you're getting more of an action style game with some of that stuff thrown in. So I wonder what motivated them to go that route of like, oh, I'm going to have choices and I'm going to kind of try and lead the team. That's, that's interesting. 
Because they said uh, now this guy named Rainer um, from Game Informer, uh, somebody said that uh, from Game Informer that they talked to Rainer because he's doing because they're doing the cover story of this, and he said, "Oh, this is like this is like Guardians of the Galaxy meets Mass Effect," and I'm like, "I think I hope, this man this is some big shoes to fill." Yeah, exactly. I read him for a long time, and he oversells shit. So I'm not gonna. Fall for that fucking trap. <laughs> Want to wait and see? Because first of all, it's your cover story. Yeah. If you really didn't right. like it, you wouldn't. You wouldn't say that in a cover story. Yeah. I, I've seen them done cover stories of games, and they they have not given them good reviews. Mm-hmm. So, but when you talk about a game, yeah, they're not when you're previewing talking about game. it badly. That's why I'm glad previews have really gone away because they were always. <laughs> they were never as negative as maybe they needed to be to get the developers to actually fix the issues that they saw at the time and yeah. didn't get addressed. Yeah. I always wondered like what, how on, how honest were you about what you played when you went there? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I know I couldn't do that. Like if I went to some place, I wouldn't say it was, everything was good, but yeah, but you would kind of try and talk around it as much as possible to be, yeah, be polite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I ain't gonna be like, yo, this game is shit. You know, y'all need to uh, who 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 did who made this mechanic fighting mechanic? That dude, he needs to be fired. Um he's, he, he yeah, should you probably just to. throw all this away and start over. It's trash. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. And I wanna see it. Can you fire him while I'm here? Because I wanna see him <laughs> to know how much of a failure. In that he conference is. room, you know, you know the one that's all glass walls because people are stupid <laughs> and don't want any privacy anymore for some reason. Yeah. All right, Dominic, after that was Marvel's Avengers. We got a kind of a recap of all of the DLC that's coming out, minus Spider-Man. Didn't mention Spider-Man at all. Spider-Man, it's still not here. Kind of focusing on the war for Wakanda stuff that's that's coming out. So, Yep. That looks pretty all right. I mean, for what that game is, at least. It looked, yeah, it looks okay, yeah. I mean, it looks like like somebody says, like, I was... I wish that was just the game. Yeah. Like, just that. Now they had to go buy the other game. But then I'm like, you know what? The other game is pretty cheap now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's going down in price. It's definitely not worth $60. But I seen it like 23 mm-hmm. or something like that. The lowest I've seen, maybe. Yeah, so. No, like by the time that game, game the DLC comes out, it's got to be even cheaper than that. Yeah. Get it at like 20 15 even. So. And this DLC is free, so yeah, yeah. And I think oh, the biggest thing that. about it is like it seems like things are actually taking place in Wakanda, so maybe you'll have a dis- different environment, hopefully even different enemies. Since that, yeah, that's what it looked like about before they were fighting with yeah. different enemies. So hopefully that, but it's going to be the same of all those different enemies. <laughs> but at least it's something different. Yeah, they ain't robots. They ain't gonna be five like, minutes. Be the traditional robots. Yeah. <laughs> All right, after that, we got Life is Strange, True Colors, Dominic. They kind of explain, like, the, the aura and how you, like, emotionally connect with yep. people and, and her superpowers. So that looks exciting. I'm glad to see more of Life is Strange. I like Life like I like Life is Strange, but I. it's funny when I hear people talk and how... Look, you, you're still talking from your perspective, and that's what I understand. But when I hear somebody talk about this game... Uh, the the girl who likes this game, the woman who liked this game, I should say, mm-hmm. 
she was saying how she loves like shade because it's it's real. It's like everybody can something you can relate to and feel like people you see. And I was like, <laughs> not for me. These are not people in my immediate community. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, this is definitely probably for you. Yeah, like your community, especially y'all West Coast mm-hmm. white hippies. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but definitely has a but, Pacific Northwest and like this one a more like Colorado esque vibe to it. Like in like a middle class type of environment. I'm like, man, I don't know nothing like these people. These are people I see on TV, right? Um. Yeah. Uh, and what and what I see through YouTube, like talk about video people, people like y'all talk about video games. <laughs> yeah. Those people I see, I, that's how I know about people like them. Then yeah, I listen. I like the games, and it's cool. Like I know it from a like the story standpoint and things of that nature. It's like yeah, that's cool. But nah, this ain't that. Like I, I it's not that cool that far for me. But that's good for you though that yeah. you get to see a game. That does that. Right. That, so that's... It's representation for you guys. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, and it's, and I still enjoy it. I mean, I still enjoy the last mm-hmm. one, even though I don't relate to... I can relate to situations. Yeah, there are definitely some instances yeah. that are a little more universal. But the thing is, like, it's not even, like, the race thing, necessarily. It's, like, even as a white person, like, these aren't people that I'm necessarily interacting with. When I was younger, yeah. you know, just oh no, being I wasn't even going that are. far with the race, Daniel. Because I'm sure I think that I think I saw some black dude there. Yeah, I was just talking about the environment, oh, like, okay. like like you're saying now. Yeah. This environment is not where I'm in. I'm not in that type of gotcha. space. Yeah, I wasn't even talking about the race. Sorry yeah, to make it race about race time. Yeah, yeah you see, like you made it about race this time. <laughs> that wasn't the point. Yeah, like I oh, gotcha. it's white people. Nah, nah. It's just like this. Just the whole thing, like. I don't really see those type of people around. Yeah, a lot. Uh, the I don't know if they even call still hipsters anymore. I don't know what you call them, <laughs> but you don't put put labels on people. But you you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, I don't really see that unless I go out to certain areas. I'll Skinny see them out jeans, uh, expensive denim. Yeah, like and that. wearing um. Wearing a wool hat even when it's not cold. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see that out. a lot. I see that sometimes, like, but I'm, I'm, they're not in my really neighborhood. Yeah. Or even when I go to work or something. But I every now and then I might go to a movie theater. I might see them because mm-hmm. people come from different places. Yeah, that's true. So like, that's 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 basically it. All right. So what else we got, man? All right. After that, we got Hitman Sniper The Shadows. This is a new Hitman Sniper game, which are the mobile games. So, yeah, mobile okay. sniper. All right. After that was Babylon Babylon's Fall. This is that platinum game that we've been talking about. Was that also in Keeley's thing? I feel like we discussed this relatively recently. I felt like, yeah. Or maybe yeah, it was hold just on, you and I talking it. about it after the streams we did not talk about this oh, okay this is the new yeah and people are disappointed when they saw the game of service part of this game this mm. is the platinum games and it looks like a platinum games type of game and yeah. it's multiplayer Absolutely. but then the person at the end of the game who's working on the game talks about it, he said this is a game of service and that was a turnoff for me 
and <laughs> uh, a lot apparently a lot of other people and they were like oh games of service oh what the hell um like <laughs> so so like i mean it still I'm might be a good making game a games of service game i'm not gonna call it that i feel like that's tainted at this point Yes, and that's the thing. It's the game game doesn't mean it's gonna be back. That's what some people said. Like I was listening to a podcast, they said, uh, "Yeah, people are upset, but um, because it's, that's tainted." But it doesn't mean it's gonna be a bad game. But I was like, "But like someone said, when I hear games of service, I think of a game that doesn't have an end." Yeah, and I want to have it. Platinum Games, I, I want an end. Like I want an ending. Mm-hmm. Like you want to beat it. So, and that's what I think of. That's what I think of game of service games too. It's like there's a, there isn't a true ending. Like you just keep playing, yeah. And some games, I'm okay with that. But when you think of platinum games, I just think of like bad that on them. I'm thinking like, hey, I beat, I play it, get real good, and then bam, I'm done. Yeah. So, but now with Avengers, what they do have a story mode with that one, so there is an ending to that story. So that works. But see, that's the thing. We don't know what this is, means. Yeah. So. That's why I mean it still could be a fun game, but it it does it, it is a turn off for me though just because of a history of game of service. Maybe this will be a good one, but we'll see. Yeah, what's what's turning me off watching this game it, as far as like games for service thing, and I bring this up all the time is like the way you interact with enemies and kind of ha- a lot of times games for service games you you find yourself matching up with like sponges basically like damage sponges and to me like yeah. that's not a platinum game like platinum games you like get these guys into combos and stunlock them and stuff like that they don't basically no sell your attacks and i'm already seeing that in these this trailer so yeah it's no thank you <laughs> basically um yeah after that was a brief uh mention of Final Fantasy Remasters, they're doing one through six on PC and I on the docs here I have remasters in quotes because I've seen some people they didn't show anything for them. Like there's no video or anything like that. I thought this was gonna be like an Octopath Traveler type remaster, like they were actually putting some work into them, but it sounds like it's basically just like up res versions of those games. But I saw some people comparing there were sprites at the end to sprites from like previous versions of the game and basically saying like they look worse. And that's not entirely surprising because there's definitely been some issues with like those phone ports of these games and stuff like that. But yeah, I I just don't understand why Square's doing stuff like this nowadays. Like just, hey, we mastered them, but didn't give you the choice like, hey, you could play the. The original, original one or something yeah. like that or just put those out make them easy easily accessible which i think at this point they have been right but i know you know early on it was like oh well we only got you know six in in america and that was and three to us and whatnot and you remember they were just on certain con the pc and yeah. the phones and then they finally took years later they put it on the consoles exactly it was just so weird how they put them out too and they call these so these are remasters, but they're not they're not being remastered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like uh it's this not even like how some people just up being like you said the up res, but it's not like come on, this these graphics you, you can't do but so much. Uh yeah, the, yeah I wish they would have done I'd rather for them to do 
like you said, octopath traveler kind of thing with one gang, mm-hmm. and then just just put these all out because you could just you could just put these out. You just put a collection saying Final Fantasy one through whatever yeah. uh, six or something six, yeah. in a collection for. Uh, I mean, I would not play sixty dollars, but <laughs> you could put it for between twenty and forty dollars, maybe. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, Dominic. After that, was there kind of closed show moment? Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Now, this is the one that we had kind of talked about rumors of a Team Ninja Final Fantasy uh, action one. adventure game happening. Yeah, during Final Fantasy One era. So, uh, what'd you think of this trailer? And there is a demo um, the guy, out there now for the PS5, I believe. Yeah, the guy lo- hates chaos. Yes, he, he says, says that. chaos a lot. This is what everybody's joking about, because he says chaos like a ton. I, I guess chaos is chaos. an enemy in that game. Yeah, That's my I think it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, looking at it, I'm like... I mean, I don't see the Dark Souls. Thing. I see it more like just an action game where you press mm. buttons. Yeah, it definitely felt more like in line with like a Jedi Fallen Order, if you want to call that Dark Souls esque. Yeah. Than an actual Dark Souls game. Which which is good for me, but yeah. it just wasn't that interesting for me to me. No, and it what didn't I saw. look particularly good either. Like I, I yeah, wasn't blown it, it away definitely visually. didn't. And this is a PS. Is this coming to PS4? Um, I want to say, let me see, let me look it up here because I want to say it is, but um, I know like the demo is exclusive to the PS5, I believe. Stringer Paradise. Oh yeah, we call it games of service, uh, live service games. I mean, is it still games of service too? Is that still a term? Yeah, I, I want to say yes. Well, or maybe we've just been wrong games. this entire time. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's coming to everything, actually. PS5, PS4, Series, Xbox One, and PC. Okay. It's just that the trial version is on the PS5 right now. So. I mean, maybe that explains some of the graphics a little bit, but even then, like, if you're showing off a trailer, don't you want to show off your best and brightest? Yeah. I think just maybe the character design, too, like, especially the main character. He just looks bland as hell for a final fantasy world you know he's got a shaved yeah head. you he don't does. see that in final fantasy very often no. for a main character where's that spiky shit at so, yeah i guess we'll we'll see how that turns out so this show i didn't the only things i really saw interesting was of course the guardians in the galaxy yeah because that was brand um, new life we is, didn't know about that yeah life is strange true colors Everything else was, eh, for me. Yeah. Nothing really. Because even Babylon Falls, I mean, it didn't look, I wasn't sold by the look of this game, but other people were. People did. They just didn't, like, when they saw live service, they were like, oh, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah. But I wasn't really sold when I was just looking at it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I mean, it could be fun to play, but... Maybe that's what it is. People just like platinum games, so they know like, hey, the feel for this would be great. Uh, it's it's whatever. Uh, but yeah, those are the only things I was interested in from this show. What about you? Uh, the Guardian stuff, uh, since it was such a big surprise, but watching it kind of 
put me off. Like I'm, I'm apprehensive about that. We'll see how that goes. I mean, yeah, I, I am too. Because I actually did play Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, the game. Well, you played it. Too. I mean, you played the demo. Yeah, well, but I actually played through like a lot of the main game. So, I'm. That's the only reason. Like if the Avengers game never happened, I'll be excited for this game. Yeah, I'll be very excited for this game. Or the Avengers games was not maybe a live service game. I, mean, I don't know, but gameplay wise, it was iffy. It wasn't great. Yeah. I'm just hoping that things change with this game. Maybe they learn from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe they learn from their mistakes. Maybe they fixed it up. Yeah. And I didn't mention it because I didn't write it down, but it's coming out October 26th. So it's this year and, and pretty soon. Yeah. I just try to keep this tight lipped. That That's what I want to know. Yeah. It it really did feel like it came out of nowhere. Even I think we talked a little bit about how there were kind of. I blame you, Dad. You could supposed to, you supposed to be getting <laughs> so inside sources, getting scoops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll see who I can contact next time. And what did Dacia side say? Something like, "Oh, I knew about this, but I just didn't want to say nothing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like he was uh, too on top of his game this week, Dominic. As we will find out in the Nintendo stream. So, this one kicked off with uh, Kazu from Tekken. He is joining Smash Wait. Brothers and throwing everybody in a volcano. Throwing, yeah, he threw <laughs> Ganondorf. And some people, that's what some people say, like, oh, they thought there was the Breath of the Wild mm. too. For, for some reason, I didn't, Daniel. I kind of thought that was Ganondorf with Smash. Right. Because I was like... Why would get? I didn't know what Gandorf looked like for Breath of the Wild. I knew he didn't look like that. Yeah. So, because I saw when I saw Gandorf's face, I was like, "That's that looks like the Gandorf from Smash, like from Ocarina of Time." Mm-hmm. So, I I didn't I didn't yeah that didn't happen with me, but I can see that it did fake some people out. So that was cool. I mean, I'm kind of upset because I wish I was faked out too, Dad. And I'll be <laughs> like, "Oh, be like, oh my god, oh, yeah." Yeah, I missed that too because I think when I came into it, I had actually opened it earlier just to see where it was at because I set up like the reminder on YouTube and it was still just like, oh, just that splash screen that tells you the game's coming up. So when I went to lunch and it was actually time for it, I opened it back up and it was still just sitting there and I was like, oh, I guess they didn't start yet. That's weird. Why wouldn't they start on time? It's a recorded video. And then I realized that I was like back further in the video and I wasn't live anymore. So when I fast forwarded, it took me to the part where they were showing off the different kind of moves he was doing and stuff. Oh, like okay. That. So you fast forward a bit. And then when yeah, I came back see, to it later, I was like, oh, this is fun. But I knew it was for, for him already. See, because, yeah, I was watching it live. I watched it recorded, but it was already set up nicely mm-hmm. to watch the recording instead of going through all that stuff in the beginning, you yeah. know. Like the countdown, yeah. Seeing, seeing, um, is Kazu. I, I'm was a little disappointed because it's like oh, I don't want no other fighting character because yeah. it's just not the. I, but my friend said, "Listen, at this point, he just happy it's not a guy with a sword." So <laughs> I'm just happy that's, it's that's not another Fire Emblem character <laughs> specifically. Yeah. yeah, like he said, he I'm just happy it's not a guy with a sword. So I, I, I got, to, I got to take this. And he was like, you got to take it anyway because you bought the DLC. But I was like, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is, yeah, yeah. Because he's not big on Sephiroth. Yeah. Because he's like, it's a guy with a sword. It, see, if they didn't give him those other damn Fire Emblem guys, 
<laughs> he wouldn't care. Like, he wouldn't mind Sephiroth, mm-hmm. probably. I'm at the point where, yeah, I definitely don't care about buying Season 2 Pass. I'm just going to buy individual characters, Sephiroth, and I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care about um, the Yo-Yo Girl. Uh, <laughs> arms. Arms Girl. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'll be cool to have her, but I don't want to pay for her individually. Mm-hmm. There's one more. Is there one more after this, right? I think that was... Uh... I want to say yes. I think that was the best yeah. part of the volcano bit, though, besides Kirby, was the arms girl getting thrown into the thing. Oh, yeah. He and then kick it, yeah, kick her, her arm. arm getting stuck around his leg, so he just kicks her off. Yeah, the Kirby thing was funny. That, that was funny with the Kirby. Yeah. Uh, floating away. But that's how the people always say, like, oh, he makes Kirby's, like, the best because he loves, because he made the Kirby games, mm. the early Kirby games, and Kirby's the best like the strongest fighter <laughs> no no power like kirby's powers all right yeah. dominic after that was life is strange now they tease this with like a nice little cartoon 2d animation of the characters from the original game yeah. being joined be a new by game. Yeah, i did too and then they went into the games and i was like oh this is kind of disappointing that these games are just coming to the switch because that looks so cool I definitely saw some people on Twitter like make a life is strange game in this, you know, style. Yeah. Love that. All right, Dominic. After that, this is this is when things started to get a little hairy for me, Dominic. They said Guardians of the Galaxy. I wasn't really watching it. I had it in my car listening to it because I was driving to get food because I was on lunch. So I'm like, oh, they're bringing the Guardians of the Galaxy to the Switch. How could they possibly do that? Like, it must be that they're going to announce a new Switch. I was like, okay. Yeah. And then there was another game later that they announced for the for this. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot plus a new Power Awakens set, which is coming out September 24th. But I'm like, oh, they're getting, like, games from last generation now. They must have a more powerful Switch that can run them now, right? And then I came to find out by the end of the show that there was no new switch announced spoilers and that the guardians of the galaxy was a cloud edition, which makes a lot more sense now. And I guess Kakarot it probably is just going to play like trash. I don't know. Kakarot ain't that powerful. <laughs> it's not, but also I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up running a little rough. Yeah. Maybe it's not optimized. It is. A, it's a, a big world, right? I mean, or at least it's an open world. I don't know how big it is. I mean, it would just probably be a pop-up. Yeah. Pop-ups probably just happen. Yeah. So, yeah, they showed that. After that, they showed off Worms Rumble for a little bit. They also showed off... Yeah, that's cool to play in a handheld. Yeah. yeah. It's just that now that I know... How much it costs? Because I don't know. It's probably a premium price, too, because it's on the Switch. Yeah, Worms Rumble eShop. Let's find out. It is $11.24 right now. $15 regular price. Oh. So that's the pre-order pre-order price right now. So that's not that's not terrible at $11 especially. No. So yeah. That should be all right. Uh, after that was Astria Ascending. This looks like that one that you played that's like a side-scrolling beat-em-up thing, but with huge anime boobs. Try to remember. I got to look this up. Astria Ascending. The thing I didn't like about this stream is they would put the game titles underneath the developer in smaller font. So, like, I would start writing things and go, wait, that doesn't sound like a game name. And then I would realize that. Oh, uh, okay. 
Yeah, uh, it looks like something. Um, yeah, it's the Dungeon Crown or something like uh, that. Dragon's Crown. Dragon's Crown. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it reminds me of that. Has that kind of vibe to it, like a hand drawn, very beautifully like artistic and detailed. Oh, it's on Steam also. Oh, very nice. I mean, yeah, it'll be coming out September thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Um. On the Steam, so I'm guessing that's is that the same date as the Switch? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so that looked all right. After that was Two Point Campus, as we previously talked about. That's coming to the Switch as well, though. And after that, they were like, hey, it's the 20th anniversary of this game. Grab your banana and get to it. Monkey Ball, Dominic. Banana Mania. Monkey Ball. It's, it is, makes me feel so old that this game is 20 years old now. <laughs> I played Monkey Balls maybe twice in my whole life. Yeah. But it's a... I can see it's a fun... I can see myself... My, I say myself. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> uh, see Nintendo myself. branding, Dominic. My me's self. <laughs> like playing Monkey Ball on the Switch. I can see that being fun. Like if they're using... The gyro stuff. The gyro, yeah. Yeah. And like you just tilting it. You know, the monkey ball mm-hmm. to get in. Yeah, I can definitely see myself having fun with that. Yeah. So this is like a collection of previous games and levels and stuff. Yeah. And that's coming out October 5th. So that's pretty cool. I definitely, at first, when they were like 20th anniversary of this game and it had like bananas in the background, I was like, oh, they're doing a new Donkey Kong thing. And then I went. I thought it was too. And I was like, it's the 20th <laughs> I'm glad anniversary. I wasn't the only one. Because I was like, yeah. Then I was like, oh, yeah, I guess Donkey Kong would definitely be older than 20 years old. But also, why is Monkey Ball 20 years old now? I don't know. It could have been like the anniversary of uh, Donkey Kong 64 or something, maybe. Yeah. But during uh, Monkey Ball, it just seemed like it was a game that came a long time ago, like a, like a very long time ago. But I guess it wasn't. It was. The first game came on what? GameCube? GameCube. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Oh, it hurts. Like, that's the first time I ever seen it, but I always thought it was an older game. Mm. Like, it's like, oh, Monkey Ball's back or something. Yeah. Uh, but I guess there was no Monkey Balls. No Monkey Balls. All right, Dominic. After that, we got a more Mario Party for some reason. Mario Party Superstars. This, it's much got, like this Monkey is the Balls. best, though. Yes, it is the best of collection of yeah. Mario Party. So it's going to be an empty game. So that mean no, no that means it's an empty because because the, <laughs> there is no best. But yeah. no, that means this could be the best Mario Party that it actually have a great score because this is all the the good um, mini games. Yep. Yeah. So Mario Party that's coming out October 29th I'm, this year. Well, you're a Mario fan. You should be. You should be loving this. I should be. I'm not a party fan though, Dominic. That's the problem. Oh. So, I like half of it. And Superstars, I'm kind of indifferent about. So there's that. All right, Dominic. Getting into the thing that I do love though, Metroid, because they were like, "Hey, we don't have Metroid Prime Four here." Sorry about that, but we got another Metroid thing, and then it said Metroid, and then it said five. Other M2. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'll still stick by, like, I don't think Other M is that bad a game, but I also haven't played a shit ton of that game. But also, I like the concept of, like, it being 3D, but also kind of 2D, but also 3D. 
So whatever. Um, yeah. So Metroid five, which means like mainline Metroid here, super Metroid was three fusion was four. And then they've revealed dread, which I don't, I don't know if you know anything about this Dominic, but during like the DS time, there were rumors that Metroid dread was a game that was coming out. And I was very excited at that time that there was going to be a new 2d Metroid game. And that never happened. So when dread came up on the screen, I was like, Holy shit, they're doing it. That thing has been real all this time. It's incredible. And it took me back. It took me back. Dominic. Yeah. Metroid versus judge dread. I yep. like, yeah, this is, this, <laughs> exactly. I didn't see this. <laughs> so yes, this is a new 2d Metroid game in the style of the remaster or remake rather of two made by mercury steam mercury mercury i think it's mercury steam um the team that developed that so it's 3d models in a 2d plane that you're playing on um obviously looks better than that previous game because that was on the 3ds which i'm happy about also i won't have to worry about like touchscreen stuff which i wasn't super into in that game so i'm happy well I mean, it still has a touchscreen on the Switch, but I don't expect them to really do much with it in the same way that they did with the 3DS, um, as far as like switching powers and doing stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and in this one, the dread aspect is that there's this robot enemy, the Emmy, apparently is going to be kind of chasing you around, which I'm a little apprehensive about that because we've talked about it before, but I'm not super into like persistent enemies constantly chasing me. But as long as this is kind of in the same fashion as the enemy in fusion, uh, the SR 88 or whatever it was, I can't remember the X something, whatever that enemy inhabiting your suit was in that game where it's like, points in the story it'll come up and it'll chase you for a little bit and you can't fight it because you're not powerful enough as long as they do that kind of thing and not just like the entire game i'm trying to outrun this thing then i am perfectly happy with that um and this is coming out october 8th dominic it's so soon i can taste it i want it right now i'm very excited for this game yeah i'm, I'm happy for you i'm just happy that they did announce this i was like good daniel can shut the hell up about <laughs> there being no Metroid. Uh, <laughs> yes, this is uh, it's very exciting. Exactly. Which is like, this is, for, for some people, it's bigger news than Metroid Prime because some people don't really, not really big on it who are Metroid fans. They I like mean, the honestly, in a way, stuff. for me it is because like those Metroid Prime games are cool to me, but I've never been invested in them in the same way that I have the yeah. mainline Metroid games. Very exciting, Dominic. All right. After that was another very exciting game that we've already talked about, Just Dance 2022. So that is coming to the Nintendo Switch. We also have Cruisin' Blast, which is a car racing arcade game. That's about to say. Is that Cruising USA, right? Is this called Blast? It seems like that, like a Cruising USA or that kind of style game. After that was Kakarot, which we already talked about. A little bit about Mario Golf Super Rush, which is at the time of this recording coming out this coming week. So that's very exciting. But they showed off, I don't know if they've showed it off before, but Battle Golf. Uh, it's basically, did they? 
I, they have showed it off before, okay. but they went into more detail because of the treehouse uh, thing. But I, oh, I, I didn't, didn't watch, watch all that. Really. I mean, because I fast forward through it just to see what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that battle golf is uh, crazy. It seems uh, neat because it's like, like it's you're fun. all on one like uh, arena area, and you're like first the three holes wins or something like that. And there's yeah, like nine exactly. or ten you gotta different holes. Yeah, run to the ball. Yeah. Take yeah. the ball, run, and You're doing some cool yeah, stuff. Plus that cool. adventure stuff, I'm very excited about. And I, I just want to shout out: I was watching like the Waypoint stream of this because they were crossing over with Nextlander, who are the previous Giant Bomb guys. And Austin Walker was like, "What I want is just like one of those Mario Golf games from the Game Boy Color with that RPG mode." And I was like, "This guy knows. He knows what's up." <laughs> I don't hear yeah. many people shout that out, Dominic. So I just I just wanted to give him a little respect there. So yeah, that's cool. Hopefully, that is kind of what we get out of that that me adventure mode. After that, they showed off Monster Hunter Stories Two: Wings of Ruin. That's coming out July 9th. So very soon. If you're into Monster Hunter, you want more stories? Go for I it. I mean, maybe Stories is probably the one I like because it's more RPG ish. Right. You know. There is a demo, I believe. So check that out, Dominic. Maybe. See if that's what you're into. After that was WarioWare Get It Together. That is adding like two-player co-op to the Mario, Mario, Wario, Mario, Waluigi, WarioWare formula, which is little mini games, which have always been really fun. Um this looks neat. What did you think? I never played a Wario game, but these mini games, you know, I always heard people talk about how goofy and fun they are mm-hmm. and they're really quick to do. Very so, frantic, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it's just that I'm never going to buy it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I don't want to buy this game. Like, if it's somehow <laughs> it gets into my hands, yeah, I will play it. But I just never been that type of guy to pay for a game like this. Yeah. It's also, if if it's $60, I'm not sure if it is, and I bet it probably is, that that's going to be a, a hard sell yeah. for me, too. See, that's the thing. If there's like, I'm sorry, games like that, it's got to be 20 Yeah. And I think, like, hey, I'll pick this up. $60, you're pushing. I don't care. You can say, hey, it's like 500 games in here. <laughs> it, that's, that ain't going to do it for me, man. Yeah. Because it's about how much time I will put into it. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I cannot say. And I think $60 would that be a good investment for me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming out September 10th. So that'll be out in no time. After that, we got Shin Megami Tensei 5. Man, this was sure a thing, Dominic, because they're showing off like the battle system. And then all yeah. of a sudden, the guy's like, yo, you can also talk to these demons and work out your problems. And then they can become allies. And sometimes you have to be harsh with them. I think that's what they did in the other games. Is that At least just you the did way something... that game is? I mean, I think you did something similar in Persona. Oh, okay. Like something similar to that in Persona. Gotcha. And I, I just assumed that maybe in that game that's happened. But but not everybody knows about these games. Right. So yeah, I clearly like, did not. Because I was like, I'm doing what now? I'm talking to this dog with a braid. Or, or, or maybe, maybe they didn't. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe that's a starting persona, and that mm-hmm. I have no idea. I'm not 
really into these games. Yeah. But I always heard, like, because it's similar to Persona. It's like a more serious Persona, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like it was a spinoff or whatever ever originally, yeah. right? Persona was. Which I'm like, so why can't you put Persona on the Switch? <laughs> so that's or where this takes you out. <laughs> or vice versa. Like, it, does, it doesn't, or like, if you want to put Shimmer Guy 10, say on PS, PlayStation. Yeah. And maybe it is. I have no, I don't even remember. I, but want to say it is then it doesn't make any sense like why is persona exclusive to playstation like that doesn't make any sense you're a third party like what time what was the time exclusive if there was a time exclusive like how long was it yeah like i really want to know because that's crazy that that is exclusive to playstation and is not on the switch yeah. at least like fine you're not gonna come to xbox that's fine but <laughs> you're not gonna go on the switch i mean come on you're talking about you know how much that's the thing how much money if if playstation paid them if they did we don't know i haven't got no confirmation yeah how much money did they pay you because you know how much money they can make it was on the switch so i'm thinking <laughs> like it's gotta it's gotta be a lot of money for them to pay you yeah to lose out that or or you were dumb and you took made a bad investment <laughs> on that payment you you can't break that contract yeah but because i'm like people will buy that twice that game on playstation they will buy it again on the switch if they have a switch absolutely and that's coming out on november 12th so that'll be out this year after that they showed off a new danganronpa thing i'm like vaguely familiar with this series do you know anything about this stuff dominic nah i thought you were night normal morning i heard giant bond talk about so i thought you might know about it yeah, I know, like, when Patrick Klepek was there years and years ago, like, he played that and kind of did, like, a series on it, I want to say, or something like that. But, no, I never really got into it, it seems. I just know there's weird. a, like, look like a panda bear or a bear, yeah. black and white bear it's that has like that. some teeth. I think I always kind of, like, thought it was kind of, like, like Persona-y in a way. But I don't know if it is or not. All right, after that, Dominic, was Fatal Frame. This is apparently like the Wii U game or Wii game that wasn't good. Oh, yeah, that's good. scary looking girls in there. Yeah, but you got to stop them with the power of photography, Dominic. So this yeah. is the game you got to get back into, you know, so you can kickstart your hopes and passions again, Dominic. Oh, yeah. You're going to be a photographer. You take pictures of scary ghost ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Confront two fears. Ladies, man. Those, those, I mean, okay. <laughs> Are you playing as the girls or are they ghosts? Yes, there are girl ghosts. I think you are playing as the the girls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, that's a a not very good one of those, which is unfortunate because it'd be cool if they went back to that series and used like the gyro with the switch, and you could, you know, use the trigger as like a camera button. Like I could see that being very cool. Is this like a remaster or this is a new game? Fatal Frame. It's a remaster. Yeah, it's one of the old ones, but not like the super old ones. It's just like, I think it's yeah. Wii or Wii U era, somewhere around there. Oh, all right. All right. So it's not the PlayStation nah. 2 one. Okay. All right. After that, Dominic was Doom Eternal, the Ancient Gods Part 1 DLC. They just said, hey, like that's out now. And, you know, be impressed that we got this game running on that system somehow. Yeah. So there was that. After that, they showed off some footage of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. That's coming out June 25th, also very soon. Um, yeah, very soon. And we had talked about, like, you were asking me if I was going to get that on the Switch. 
Um, and I was kind of apprehensive about it, but after seeing this gameplay, I'm even more apprehensive about it because that, that looked rough. Like it, it looked PlayStation. -y. That's what I'm saying. It give you like, Hey man, I'm playing on the PlayStation. <laughs> Nostalgia yeah, vibes. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> man, I was, I was disappointed when I saw that. I was like, why is this so aliasy? It looks, I don't know about that. So we'll see. I mean, I would rather it look a little rough and it still play smoothly, like the frame rate be steady. Yeah. But yeah, it's not great. After that was Strange Brigade. They announced that that's out now. That's uh, you talked about that at one point, right? That's the multiplayer. I feel like I did, and I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, you played it on the Xbox for a little bit. Oh yeah, Strange Brigade. Yeah, I got it on my PC, like the Xbox oh, Game Pass okay. on PC. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, it seems kind of an interesting idea, but that's out now on the Switch. Yeah, it's a roguelike game. Yeah. Is it? I yeah. always thought Strange it was, Brigade. Yeah, I always thought it was a um, like kind of Left for Dead almost type thing. Hey man, let me see. Or like a Call of Duty Zombies or something like that, like multiplayer. Oh, this is not what thing. I thought. I'm thinking about another game. Uh, now I'm interested what you were thinking it was. I was thinking this is uh, shucks. I gotta go look it up. This is not. I don't know what the hell this game is, Daniel. Oh, okay, I thought you had played. I don't it, think I ever talked about this I'm game. Probably thinking wrong. Yeah, it, well, it's a it's like a multiplayer game, and you play as like different archetypes. Like one guy's like Indiana Jones looking, and another guy's like I don't know something else from an action style movie, like Rambo or something maybe. And you're transported back in time, and you're like fighting ancient mummies and things like that. It seems like kind of a cool concept, to be honest with you. It it does. It does look fun. But no, it's made by the people of Rebellion and they done the the game I played. They do. Um the uh what the Predator zombie for for the the sniper zombie Oh, okay. Gotcha. Game. Zombie army. Zombie army, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. For some reason I never realized that was them that made that. But yeah. That's all right. I mean, I don't know how it plays on the Switch, but, you know. Again, like, hints to games that I wouldn't expect to necessarily run on the Switch. I was very much like, okay, they're, they're going to maybe announce a new Switch here. Um, yeah, and then, like, announcing Metroid pretty early on into the show, I thought, you know, okay, we've got bigger things to talk about later. They teased me, Dominic. All right, after that was Mario plus Rabbids Spark of Hope. We already talked about that. That's coming 2022. Just more stuff for that. After that was Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp, Dominic. Now, initially, I thought this was going to be a new Advance Wars game, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah, I saw you text me. They're doing it. And then by the end of the trailer, they're like, oh, it's these first two games, but now they're in 3D. And honestly, like, I'm not digging the style that much as far as the actual in-game in -game graphics. Like, I think the characters look fine because they're stylized cartoons, but I think the actual, like, units and everything look so basic that I, I preferred their pixel art stuff. So Yeah, that's what I heard some people say that, too. Like, yeah. say, Darren, I, I would prefer it to be the pixel art yeah. than this look. 
So honestly, like if they had just given me those games straight up on a, you know, Game Boy Advanced online thing, like they're doing their Super Nintendo thing, which they'll never do, Dominic, because they're stupid and they hate money. Um, yeah, I would have been fine with that, but I, it looks fun. I might end up picking it up, but not, I don't think I'd, I'm chomping at the bit to get that at $60. Even for oh two no! Games. Yeah, that is that is ridiculous to me. That that game is sixty dollars. Yeah. Like, oh. I mean, you gotta include something else. Like, maybe you don't even master the other inclusions of the other advanced war games you can include with it. But mm. like, put Battalion Wars in there or something, man. And I mean, dude, you gotta do sixty dollars for this. I mean, I mean, if it's that much work that you to make that game again to look like that. Then damn man, just like you said, just release, just release, we release it. Yeah, <laughs> just, just give me the old then. games. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't look terrible, but it's just no. It looks just, so good in pixel art that I think they're yeah. they're losing. No, it's not terrible, there. but I'm I'm definitely not gonna pay sixty dollars for this. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, this game. Come on, man. Yeah, be thirty, man. Yeah, gotta at least be thirty, forty at the most. But thirty, man. yeah, forty. I I, I would. I would let them go at 40 because that's $20 per game and they are full games, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been much. All right, Dominic. After that, we get into the Zelda section, a little bit of talk of the age of calamity DLC yeah. Pulse of the ancients that's coming out June 18th, which means it's out now because we're 19th now. Yeah. Uh, so that's got some new stuff there and check that out. If you got your season, and it's pass. 20 bucks. For the whole season pass, twenty bucks. Yeah, kind of like what bad. the Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC was. Mm. Yeah, and there's. I think that was twenty dollars. I think that was twenty dollars. I think so. Yeah. There's more yeah. stuff to come after that, so that'll be cool. Skyward Sword HD. They just briefly mentioned that you know you can play that a hey, on even on the Switch Lite where it doesn't have Daniel, motion control. Just, you, you'll love the game, Daniel. Just gotta give it a chance. I, t- I tried to give it a chance once before, Dominic, and it hurt me hurt me so much but you gotta know the zelda lord this is the beginning of where everything's starting <laughs> yes it is apparently yeah so that's july 16th that'll be out in no time now we're talking new stuff dominic zelda game and watch as a celebration of the whatever year anniversary of zelda yep. this is at- so we're not going to get a game collection like the mario <sighs> we're going to Which- get it in the game and watch form yeah, that's kind of disappointing. I mean, one and two is two on the online service as well. I, I think it is. it is. Yeah. So one and two are already on there as well as obviously Super uh, Super Zelda sixty four. Um, yeah. <laughs> Zelda links links uh, to the past. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Call back to originally, um, but this one does include Link's Awakening, which I'm kind of like, mm, it's got Link's Awakening on it, even though I've got links awakening 50 million places and i would much rather play it those other places probably um but it is kind of tempting just because it has links awakening on there and of course it has game and watch games on there with zelda you know link themed characters as well so that is coming out november 12th and i think it's 60 dollars, 50 dollars. i think it's 50 dollars but everybody was like, I don't know how many of these they're making, but like those Mario ones are just fucking warming shelves right now. So, you know, you can find them on sale for 40. So maybe don't pre-order this, but then you see stuff like there's a Metroid dread special edition that comes with like the hard case and stuff like that. The steel book. 
and mm. that's already gone up for pre-order and is now like selling pre-orders on eBay for like three hundred dollars. And that's, that's a good price, Dan. <laughs> yeah. No. And the amiibos that they're coming out with because they're coming out with a two pack of a Samus and an Emmy amiibo, and that's already you know pre-ordered and now on ebay for ridiculous sums and that original pack of like the samus and metroid amiibo that i always wanted to get but could never find because i don't think they ever made many of them like i looked it up on amazon the other day and somebody's selling them for 250 dollars, and i'm like are you fucking kidding me there's no fucking way i would ever buy that at that cost <laughs> but it's it's so sad that they you know, made so few of them. Cause I remember even going to GameStop at the time. Cause I was like, you know, I really want to get this thing. Let me see. And I went to GameStop on like my lunch break one day and asked if they had it. And then they were like, we don't have any. Cause it, they were already all, all sold out online. And I was just like, I'm never going to get this fucking thing. And then I think they went up on like Amazon for like 60 bucks or something. I was like, I'm not paying that much for that. And now I could have, you know, bought it at $60 and sold it for $250, Dominic. <laughs> but yeah. On the opposite end of that, I could have bought like 50 million of those Mario gaming watches and be like, ah, oh, I'm going to scalp all these. And then now, you know, people are buying them on sale. So gaming is fickle, fickle, Dominic. All right. But let's get down to it, Dominic. Closed out the show. Breath of the Wild 2 coming next year. We're taking to the skies. What did you think? I mean, it looked good. I mean, it, I like the whole idea that, yeah, you're back in the skies. I mean, you got the Skyward Sword, you know, coming out. So maybe there's some parallels there. Hopefully uh, not. <laughs> not, not <laughs> I'm to, oh, man. If they make it so that he, you can fly in this bird. <laughs> Don't you and dare. You just got to you gotta flap. <laughs> oh, my God. They do that shit. Instead of us just pressing a damn button. I was like, you sons of bitches. You sons of bitches. Don't give them ideas, Dominic. I mean, it might do it because they already make you move your switch around when you do the puzzles in those shrines. So, yeah, let's hope they don't do that. I didn't see a bird in that trailer, but I'm scared you're going to say, hey, look, you have a little bird friend. That's okay. (laughs) How do you fly with him? How does he fly? Can I turn him into a motorcycle? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they like you'd be fun like you have different worlds i guess in the sky yeah i'm hoping because they said it was going to be the same map basically as breath of the wild so hopefully this is their way of kind of expanding on that without just saying yeah. no nope, here's more of the same land so i guess this is supposed to be all connected so maybe it's like in zelda skyward sword like you're seeing these places in in the sky these hmm. are these people living up there and things of that nature. That could actually be interesting. I'm not against like inter- including the story elements of Skyward oh, yeah. Sword. I'm just against all of the gameplay of Skyward Sword. Is this is this a game? Well, just the whole Remotion Plus stuff. Yeah. I, I just want that out. I just want that out, and I just want to play. Yeah. And like, and I, I thought they were going to do it. They're going to put the work in to really like we're going to make it to you can just play with the controller. But that's like people say, well, it's kind of hard to do. No, it's not. You got to put the work in. Yeah. Good God. Now you got to use the right stick and I still can't use the fucking camera. (laughs) All I want is a right stick that controls a camera in a 3D action game. Uh, Yeah. So it looks cool, though. He's got new powers also. Like he was 
teleport and throw a rock. Yeah. <laughs> some of people think it's got some time travel, maybe yeah, aspect that's what to I this. Was seeing people talk about. So maybe this be the one I like, Daniel. Let's Hopefully. See. I mean I I saw the debate kick up on Twitter about whether it should have weapon degradation or not. Um obviously there, there's no debate. It shouldn't. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you, Dominic. I would much prefer there not to be. And I should not be tired from climbing. <laughs> the man is, he, he, he's, he's all right. He can keep climbing. Yep. As long as you put the cheat codes on. Or just, you make me tired, but I don't fall. Yeah. He just holds on. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just really slow. Yeah. If they did like an over encumbered type thing where you just start climbing really slowly, but you can still get to like the next platform and then pull yourself up and. Or he has something cool like some or spikes something. or something that goes into the rocks so that he's not holding it with his damn hands, <laughs> like going, like climbing up. That would something. actually be really nice if they did like an upgrade, like maybe at the beginning of the game, obviously you can't climb everything, but then you get an upgrade later on, like a pickaxe or like you yeah. said, spiky shoes or something. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can feel like a god in their world. Or just make it like um, Immortals Phoenix Rising or something, and he just turns into Icarus, then he can fly. (laughs) He got wings. Exactly. (laughs) I saw Cliffy B talking on Twitter the other day about how like uh, Phoenix is an underrated game and better than Zelda. So, oh well, he's right. Apparently, I think he's right. Even though I never played it, but I just said it is. Oh, Dominic. All right. right. So that's it from E3. That's all the big ones. Even the ones that's really worth speaking on. Yeah. So nothing really from PlayStation. Like, uh, I guess they they haven't seen anything about no state of play happening soon. Um, Not. No. I mean, they did just have their uh, Horizon one. So not. Not too surprised by them kind yeah, of sitting yeah, that's, out. Yeah, I guess. Uh, maybe they didn't have really a lot to say. I was hoping that they mentioned something maybe about the VR, but I heard that VR is next, possibly next year. Yeah, it sounds like maybe holiday next year is when it'll launch. Yeah. Oh, one thing that we didn't really bring up was that Starfield was very explicitly stated to be Xbox exclusive. Oh yes, so they they made it clear numerous times that it was not coming out on anything else. Oh yeah, there's a yeah. So they that's it's just happening, baby. Yeah, they said you know what we gotta we gotta do it, we gotta yeah. do it. And yeah. there's people angry, um, but I seen people comments talk about like yeah, talking about and the anti consumer and they I'm like yo, all these companies are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're pro money though, so you know what? I was about to say, if like somebody says, look, on look the at Xbox, Nintendo. What the hell are you freaking... talking about? Ugh, it, that thing's barely even going on sale. <laughs> like I'm surprised they even go on sale just to be fifty one ninety nine. That's like Paper Mario's like forty two dollars right now, and I'm kind of like, I need to buy this now because it's never going to be that cheap it's ever not gonna again. Be lower. It's not going to be lower unless you get it like a used cartridge yeah. somewhere. So I'm like, even if I'm not going to play it right now, like maybe I should just pick it up. <laughs> That's how bad it is, Dominic. They've, I'm in an abusive relationship with Nintendo, and I've known that for a very long time now. Ah, <sighs> so what'd you think of the show overall, Dominic? Ups, downs. Overall, I, 
I, I liked it. I mean, I'm just happy to get all this news out. Mm. I mean, I was surprised not to see like a new Switch announced. Yeah. I Jason Schreier's smug I, face was so confident, Dominic. So confident. Oh, I, I didn't know. I didn't know he he had he was it that was going to happen. Well, just like he um after the rabbits reveal, he was basically on Twitter like. Hmm, this looks like a good-looking game. Maybe a little too good for the Switch. That kind oh, of thing. Yeah. Like teasing, like, oh, I know something. It's coming. It's coming, boys. And then nothing. And, yeah. I'm surprised they really show nothing on Bayonetta 3. Yeah. Still and in development, allegedly, Dominic. Progressing well, according to Nintendo. It was another game I was surprised not to hear nothing about. I t- forgot... I was hoping like Xbox would announce like maybe one another Japanese company bringing the game over like Persona or something, mm-hmm. uh, something coming over. But the fourth, I mean the Yakuza thing was good. Oh, I was hoping like other Yakuza game, but it's not called Yakuza. Oh, just the judgment, Ju- judgment, judgment. Yeah, yeah, that that will be on Game Pass or something like that. But uh, just say like, it's got to be coming. Yeah, yeah, but see PlayStation. I kind of want to say to play, like, maybe they do some something like, it don't have to be, like, new games, but, or they put an announcement about, like, hey, these games are free, or, like, something with, something similar to Xbox Game Pass or something coming mm. out, or streaming, that, something big like that, something yeah. like a feature, a big feature that's coming out. Me letting you borrow Ratchet and Clank, like, I... I... I pulled those out of the box and then I pulled the other ones out of the box. And I was like, man, I really wish there was an easy way to play these games. Like I can't just stick these PS three games in my PS four and play them. Yeah. Exactly. And I kind of would like sucks. to play like ratchet and clank into the Nexus. Cause that's the one where like at the end of the PS three, I kind of moved away from playing those games, but I think that one's still probably a pretty solid game. I realized when I hooked up my PS three up is that, it has HDCP, and mm. so I can't. I have to get a converter or something. I say, like, "Oh well, fuck it. I just won't be recording anything. I just have to just play it, yeah, as it is. Just play it I like mean, a plebe. I can't have everybody yeah. watch me, <laughs> yeah. But it, I mean, unless I buy this converter thing, which I don't know, I'll be. I don't think I'll do. I that. know I had been looking for a while for um, like eBay. You can find HDMI splitters that just happened to wink, wink, nudge, nudge, drop all the HDPC stuff See, out I've got of there. a splitter, but my splitter doesn't. Maybe nah. I just got the wrong yeah. kind. Yeah, it's, it seemed like it was very specific ones, and after a while, I think it, it became like extremely specific ones because they were getting hit by companies like Sony saying, like, hey, you can't fucking do this to our shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I read that, too, a splitter. I said, oh, maybe I can put the splitter in there. And I was like, oh, well, this one doesn't work. Yeah. Maybe I'll look in there. I mean, I'll see. But it was a good show. It wasn't yeah. a ton of surprises. More the surprising thing is that with Xbox, everything being on Game Pass, not mm-hmm. so much surprising, but cool that yeah, these games absolutely. were going to be Game Pass. Surprising that Back for Blood is going to be on Game Pass, going to launch on Game Pass yeah. anyway. Things that aren't first party. Square Enix with Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, was, that totally. was a surprise. That was a surprise. Uh, Hopefully it'll be a good surprise that it comes to be a good game too yeah, with it. Uh, this announcement, 
like there's there is a lot of potential in that game, but I think yeah. we've all been burned by Avengers in one way or another that we're apprehensive about anything coming from them. Like any disappointments for me? I, I don't know if I was like anything I was expecting. I, then I became disappointed and. I was disappointed that there wasn't a new switch to be honest with you just because it means we're going to be dealing with rumors for the next however long until they actually do finally announce a switch yeah that I mean that is a disappointing news just just at least know that is coming but i guess they want to maybe it's not ready maybe they want to announce it and it's coming out very soon they don't want to just announce it and say hey oh, no, they're doing the sega saturn next year sometime thing I mean, not like right away, but you know, like months later, I it's coming you. up. I think that's what I think that's what they're doing. Like, I think when they announce it, it's gonna be months mm-hmm. when it comes out. I don't think they probably don't want to announce it so hit a schedule, especially with how everything's kind of in fluctuation now. I, I would imagine a lot of supply chain constraints and things of that nature, logistics constraints, probably have some effect on when they're gonna do this as well. I was hoping. Microsoft will announce when the cloud is coming to the PC. I thought they were gonna have an announcement like it's available. You can stream cloud gaming on the PC and Xbox on consoles. Yeah. Now. Which I think I really wanted to say that. I think the beta's happening right now, right? And they're supposed to be coming out of beta with that soon, so no nothing official on like a specific day, but I think you can do it right now. So we're getting closer, Dominic. We're getting closer. All right. So I'm done. All right. Yeah, you, you nothing else so like that you wanted to see that you didn't see? Um, not really. I mean Or big surprises. Like me the Metroid is a big one for you. Yeah, I mean that that is the biggest thing for me. Met this is basically like the equivalent of the uh the Link's Awakening, like, blowing my mind kind of thing from the yeah. other year. It's like, this is happening, guys. I mean, because, like I said, there, there's so many memories tied to it, too, of, like, Metroid Dread being a thing for so many years. Um, And, yeah, I, and for it to be so soon as well. Like, it's not a, it's not a Metroid Prime 4 thing where it's like, we're going to announce it. We don't have anything to talk about, really. You just know that we're working on a Metroid thing. It's... No, we're working on this Metroid thing and it's coming out in four months and you know, wow, it's, it's even weird. Like saying it like that too is like four months, man, it's only four freaking months, which a younger me would have been like four months, but now it's like, it's going to feel like two weeks. (laughs) It's going to be, it's going to be October in no freaking time. So I'm very excited, Dominic. That's, that's basically the biggest thing I'm excited for. I mean, some of the Microsoft stuff, like you said, just them continuing, just having so much for game pass and like Forza horizon five, like them skipping motorsport and doing another horizon. Like I'm very excited for that because it, it really is the future of that franchise in my opinion. Um, and of course, psychonauts, I'm glad we finally got a date for that. And that's, <laughs> fuck man that's only two months away so yeah it's very cool um yeah so thank you guys as always for listening to this uh very long show but it's e3 and we got lots of games to talk about it's very exciting uh you can check us out on twitter dominic is at the stalworth five i'm at regulus mb the podcast is at superpod s-u-p-a-p-o-d superpod.com is the website you can check us out there it has all the podcasts 
as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast that includes this audio over video footage of games that we were talking about, as well as all the other places you can find podcasts, including iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Until next time, guys, see you later. All right, see you.